welcome everybody to episode 63 of the ADV podcast. It's good to be back. We took a week off, but we're back in full swing. And boy, do we have a jam-packed episode for you today. You know, we decided that anything, we want to stay on top of things, right? Mm-hmm. Current things. So I know you're going to expect us to talk about John Sheena. <laughs> um, that's yeah. been covered to death. John Cena put up to uh, a speech yeah. having to say that he apologizing for Taiwan, saying Taiwan is well, a country. Well, actually, the, funny, didn't the, even funny, say it. the funny thing yeah. is he groveled an apology, but he didn't mention what he was apologizing for because right. you're not actually allowed to no. say anything about Taiwan. Right. It's like Voldemort. Right. It so, is. You know, when you're dealing with mainland China, you can't even mention it. So you're nope. apologizing for something that cannot be named. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. It's pretty good. But anyway, that's the extent of it. Yeah. Cool. So well, let's just jump into it or just yeah. saunter into it very slowly. Swim. We're going to go for our what's new. We've got a lot to talk about today. A lot of important, a lot of funny mm-hmm. things. So, mm-hmm. What's new? This is where we talk about what's new in China uh, with regards to everything. And well, we thought we'd introduce you to a new subculture. Actually, new, no, very old it's, subculture. It's new to many of you out there, yes. I believe. Yes. Okay, It's not new at all. This. Sorry, let me move my mic I'm, uh, all over the place here. This subculture is something that both of us witnessed a lot especially when I first got to China. Yeah. I've actually got a clip we're going to show where I ran into these guys back in 2006. But, or maybe it was 2007, whatever, it doesn't matter. But these guys, you used to see them a lot. Mm-hmm. You see them more in the more rural parts of China, to be sure. honest. And when we travel on our motorcycles everywhere, you see them. They're a very specific type of subculture. It's kind of funny. Let's, uh, Let's roll a couple of clips before we talk okay. about them. Well, I mean, here we have the guys in the back. Yeah, we're just going to roll a clip or two here. So let's we'll do a couple. Yeah, let's do it. What do we got? I'll get us out of here for a second. Anyway, yeah, uh, for those of you at home, you've got some very interesting, crazy hairstyles. I love this guy. He's amazing. <laughs> He's their leader. He's definitely their yeah. leader. Yeah. Some of the most outlandish kind of hair and styles you've ever seen. A little bit reminiscent of, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a mix. I, I want to unpack this, but I, I kind of want to give them a flavor first. Sure. I mean, look, there's a there, there's a mixture of what looks like punk. I love this, how he just transforms. Doesn't he look normal he there? He looks normal there. And then, bam, there bam. he is. He think, what he thinks is a massive improvement. <laughs> the the <laughs> Lego hair. hair, it's like ramen Roblox. It's whatever it is, it's just awful. <laughs> and you may be wondering why they're smelling their fingers. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, my punch, favorite. Punch, my punch, favorite. punch, punch. Mm, what are you going to do to me? I got white face on, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so actually here we can see that's me in front walking there. This is way back. One of my first videos in an underground arcade because arcades were still a thing back in uh, you know the early days of China. You still get a few of them around because people can't, well, don't really have their own space to game at home. Everyone lives in small apartments, so there are arcades, and they're still quite popular. Um, but this is the kind of place you'd find these guys hanging out. We're going to tell you what the subculture is called and everything, but I'll show you. Uh, here was my first interaction with any of these guys. Uh, there they are, just hanging out and had a little chat with them and so on. Uh, you can see the the crazy hairstyles and stuff. I think we should probably start telling people a little bit about this subculture. Yeah, so this is called Shamatu. Mm-hmm. And Shamatu is a, it's kind of like a loan word. Or it's actually a play on words, I should say, for smart. Yeah, smart. Like, you look smart. You're yeah. dressed smart, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, China being a very, not only homogenous society, but homogenous in, in subcultures as yes, well. Yes, yes. 
I would say the most popular things you'd be into are basketball. Mm-hmm. You, if you're a boy, you definitely play basketball. Yep. I've seen the bicycle gang. When I say gang, I mean people that put on spandex and go cycling. Sure, You've seen sure. that, right? Yeah. It's The subcultures are just so so all-encompassing. Mm. You're, you're part of something very specific, right? Yeah. Um, so like, you know, people that are into motorcycles that we met, they're only into motorcycles. Mm. You're into motorcycles and you smoke cigarettes and drink tea. Sure. It's very specific. I don't know how to explain. Like, whereas in the West, you'd have a very, uh, a rainbow of different kind of hobbies that you might be well, into. Well, look, here's the thing. Part of Chinese society is, you know, the, the nail that stands out that gets hammered down. Gets hammered down, down Okay, right. and it's very much that way. And so you will find people prefer to follow a safe trend. Right. So you don't get subcultures that really stand out. Yes. Okay? Except these guys do stand out. That's the thing. So here's Shamata. Now, Shamata, mm. that music that you play, can you play that little clip of music in the background so people can get an idea? What, that, uh, so I, heard, I saw a lot of people in the chat. I knew this was going to happen. That's ex- It's going to be loud. So. Yeah. It's, oh, wait. No, I missed it. I yeah, it's go okay. Back. It's only like three seconds of yeah. sound. So when this comes out, just listen to it so you can get an idea. So immediately I saw a lot of people in the chat were confused. They're saying, oh, they must like metal. Oh, yeah. they must like punk music. No, Shamata no. listened to the worst like possible techno. techno disco music. I would say it's more like electronic dance music from a very specific era, like a Chinese rip-off knockoff of, chi- of de- dance music. And mixed in with weird mixed Russian in. stuff. And yeah, it's interesting because yeah. you'll be in the clubs where these guys hang out. Yes. And you have those happy DJs like, Daja do hao! Daja do chi lai! Hao hai! Guys! And then they drop the beat and it's like... And you get these guys. So Shamatu is this weird... It's not punk. It's not metal. It's nothing like this. They are usually migrant workers. And there's this phenomenon in China of migrant workers that don't make very much money. But in order to leave your impoverished village and go to a place like Huizhou or Shenzhen where we lived, mm-hmm. they go and work in factories. Yeah. So they go and do this, and they're very lonely, but they tend to group together with each other, especially yeah. if they're from the same province. So these guys potentially are from Guizhou or Sichuan, like mm-hmm. a province that maybe isn't so wealthy. Sure. And they go down to Guangdong, where we used to live, to do their factory work. And there's this weird, pervasive subculture that you'll find, which is Shamatu, where they do these loud hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls, a lot of times, don't even wear makeup, which I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. And the men will go and do outlandish things. A lot of that spiky hair, a lot of that rainbow hair. But this, the leader of the Shamatu here that we saw, he's yeah. going for the more Lego man look. Yeah. He's got this like solidified Lego man hair. I love when he's flexing and the barber. Yeah. And he's like, look at me now. I'm, I'm a piece of shit. And he's like, bam, look at yeah. my Lego hair now. Well, like so, when, when I first got to China, I honestly thought they were just punks because, you know, right. I, you I, don't know any better, I grew yeah. up in, in a situation like, you know, in South Africa, punks were, were a thing in the 80s and mm-hmm. the, the 90s because they we borrow the a thing, lot yeah. from UK culture. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the UK, you know, in my youth, you'd see a lot of Punk punks. was a huge thing here. You see a lot of punks on the train, like real punks. I'm talking yeah. about not posers. Like yeah. Actual, yeah, sure. you know, like that's their life. It's right. This is not a costume, man. Right. You know, that's that kind of, yeah. Um, you, you know, if you take a photo of, of them, they want you to pay, and, you know, that mm. kind of thing, wearing their Doc Martens and sp- like white laces for skinheads and red laces for punks and all that kind of thing. Anyway, this looks to me just like normal punk rock attire when you see these girls over here. But then they've made their own weird mix because the guys don't actually do the punk rock thing. They Not have usually. more of a... A KTV host. It's a KTV you know? host. So we have to... Exp- this is why we, we think it's so interesting to explain to you guys. Yeah. It's the hairdresser look. Yes. There's this thing where migrant workers, oftentimes, they'll become barbers when they move to a richer, yeah. wealthier city. They wear so- those pastel blue... 
uh, very tight yes. pants that come up to like the sock line. You right. Know? So there's this mm. thing, and this is a very big thing we could dive into. But yeah. in China, you know, in America, like a local person is just a local person. Let's say I'm from LA, right? Mm. That person maybe came from from Michigan, but they live in LA. No yeah. one really cares. Mm. Whereas in China, if you are a migrant, let's say you moved to Huizhou, or even when I lived in Baotou, Inner Mongolia, sure. these no-name places, the locals are much wealthier. Of than course. somebody that will come into the city, right? Yeah. And they're very proud. I've never seen a, such a segregated society in China where the sure. locals versus outsiders. Well, you they know call them Bindi Ren, Waidi Ren. Waidi Ren, yeah. right? Mm. Bindi Ren means a local, yeah. Waidi Ren means a, an outsider. And there's a whole thing in China where it's very judgmental against outsiders, especially these migrant workers. So oh, they yeah. form these kind of weird cliques, right? Yeah. And that's this kind of outsider look. So in China, Shamata is not... I, before any any Chinese person gets angry and say we think this is like some normal thing, it's pervasive around China, mm. but it's not smiled upon whatsoever. No, These are the outcasts. People hate them. Unbelievable yeah. outcasts. Now we we tend to have a soft spot. I remember when I first got to China, I used mm. to go to some clubs and I made like what eight hundred dollars a month or something ridiculously low. So I would go to cheaper nightclubs. Yeah, I made they, way less than you when I first got there. Oh really? Yeah, okay. Um, five, maybe five or eight hundred bucks a month. Anyway, it was very <laughs> low. Sure. And so what I would do to go, because I want to drink beer, I want to hang out, meet people, right? Right. And my Chinese friends would always judge me for some of the lower end clubs I would go in the beginning because mm. I wasn't being classist like they were. I wasn't sure. going to the, where the local people go. I was going where the Shamata factory workers, and they were always super nice. Yeah. We'd share our knockoff beers together. I remember I, the first girl I ever danced with in China, she was a Shamata. Okay. Um, a hilarious bunch of people, and they're just a bunch of outsiders that are lonely, and they're, they're well, out of their own. Well, you element. know, uh, motorcycles are also looked down on in China yes, as yes. a poor man's transport. So what you'd find is the younger sort of wannabe cool kids tend to gravitate towards the shamata culture. You get a lot of them on the scooter, like little yes. scooter gangs yes. and stuff. So whenever I'd be working on bikes, because I used to go to these yes. little bike shops and work, they'd always be there. So I used yeah. to hang out with a lot of these guys, and they are just like kind of salt of the earth you know normal folk they're yeah. pretty normal well to be i'd honest. say like the very low level of yeah. society my like, point is they're not they're, like they're, they're nice people yeah they're not like necessarily into anything bad is my mm. point but this hairdresser look that you're seeing is this yeah put it back on lego man yeah the hairdresser i think it, here just roll the whole clips again yeah he's, so he's just ridiculous we look i gotta say this thing they're doing with their nose, I actually don't know. Yeah, what so when about. I said we we're gonna explain it to you, we have no idea. Apparently, it's something that came from K-pop. Uh, there's mm. a lot of crossover, and and they love uh, Shamata love counterfeit brands. You see his counterfeit Chanel yeah. shirt. Yeah, they love counterfeit brands, and they love this tight-fitting, very cheap, uh, almost like you'd buy clothes from like Goodwill or he's, something. He's got like the the the, the metal spikes, kind of like a. Punk he does. In, there's in there his, are elements. Yeah, elements of punk. This, by the way, what they're doing with their fingers. That's straight out of K-pop and yeah, K-dramas and that, stuff. Yeah. That just means love. That's hard, so when yeah. someone does that, it just means like, you know, I love you or whatever. Yeah. This holding a rose thing. I don't know. There's, it's kind of a mix of Korean and Japanese host culture. So it, it's a weird What I one. wanted to say is that it's actually in the beginning, when mm. Shamata happened in the beginning, when I first came yeah. and when you were first there, it was a direct ripoff, a very bad, poor, rural ripoff of a Japanese host culture. Yeah, yeah. And now because of per the pervasiveness of, of uh, Korean music, K-pop, things like that, they borrow elements from that as well. It's right. actually just an amalgamation of, of random crap. Yeah, this peacock looking hair, in fact- I've seen that many times. I'm, it actually kind of is peacock colored. It is. It looks like a peacock's 
you know, not a tail. mane, a tail. Yeah, I tail. mane. <laughs> it's not a mane. <laughs> this guy's got Lego block mane. Yeah, it's um, it's insane. But anyway, what I wanted to, can you go to the white face thing? At yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let it play out. It's fine. Yeah. So you might be wondering why this particular Shamata, the leader here, mm. why his face is covered in white paint. So here he looks normal. He actually looks normal here. Well, with his drawn-on beard. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to look silly or whatever. So he ridiculous. looks much more silly after. He's with, after. like, Ultraman cosplayers right. in the background holding roses. Which is roses. Japanese. Yeah. Just keep it's, skipping. Ultraman forward. is huge in China. Mm. Um, Massive. It's, it's, you know, it was one of the cartoons and things, or, like, live-action children's things that I ever played during the 80s and stuff in the 90s. So a lot of kids love Ultraman, you know, especially when I used to teach kindergarten back in, like, 2006, six seven. They would all, you know, pretend to be Ultraman on the playground. They'd right. all have the Ultraman bags and lunch boxes and stuff. You know, that was Ultraman was a huge thing. So it's yeah, my wife said she grew up watching that. Yeah, probably from their youth as well. These guys. Yeah, I mean, even kids with that hour I was teaching, they all watched Ultraman. That's yeah. that thing. That's old, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. Seventies or something. The knockoff Ultraman toys are everywhere yeah. in China. You know. So yeah, this you can watch this. This is my favorite, probably my favorite clip. So yeah. You're wondering why is his face like an alien shape, right? Number one, that's a beauty filter. Yeah, they use a beauty filter. You can you can tell actually how the background moves around. Yes. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know. yeah. Anyway. Now number two, mm -hmm. the reason that um, his face is white is because white is a it's this is a hangover of traditional Chinese culture. If yeah. you're brown, kind of like that girl you saw go like this, yeah. she would be a very dark skinned girl looked down upon a rural girl. Yeah. So what these guys do, they would come from more tan backgrounds. They could have grown up doing farm work. They That's spend the whole a bit point. more low time class, outside. They look it's more darker. low class to be darker. Right. Like you say, it's only laborers and people that have to work in the sun. But, you know, like government officials, royalty, they get to stay inside and be fanned by their Correct. servants and stuff. So they have white Correct. Skin. And yeah. so you see the leader, Shamata, here, he wants to be the royalty. He wants to be the white skinned boy. Mm. I always was curious, and China, you probably saw this a lot too, but I was always curious why they don't finish it. Because it always stops around the chin line, and then you have this brown neck. Yeah, and it always looked very strange, like a Michael Jackson look, right? Sure. So I remember in when I was teaching university in particular, you'd have most of the girls uh, from the countryside, right, in some yeah. of these universities. And what would happen is that if they had a crush on a boy, right, and they were actually going to like maybe express their love to him or finally like tell him, like they would dress up in this, you know, previously no makeup, they would dress up in this white face, but it would be completely cut off here. And I always thought that was really interesting. They'd yeah. go all out, like crazy dolled up with this white makeup, and it's just like a clown, and then completely, <laughs> you, you, you have know. to appreciate the effort. Though. I do, I know, yeah, and I'm not making fun of it. I just, no. I always thought it was very strange and interesting, because it's, it's just, just a different kind of thing. You also have yeah. to understand, makeup in China is still fairly new. Sure. Um, when I first got to China, actually makeup was frowned upon. All was, of the yeah. girls that I dated or that I knew, would tell me that if you wear a lot of makeup, it means you're a prostitute. And yeah. So they stayed away from it. It's insane how fast that changed. It did, like of overnight. It's crazy. And it now, like luxury makeup brands are all the thing, and being made up is very. You normal. have to wear makeup. But now, you know, yeah. it, there was a, a transition period. And yeah. You're talking about that. Yeah. Right now, they know what they're doing. They know, yeah. But that it's was different. that awkward period, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. If you go now, like when I when I was at the end when I was teaching the girls, mm -hmm. they all wore makeup to class. Yeah. But towards the beginning, it was this very awkward phase of of this really this shamata looking. Yeah, but boy. Shamata, this this guy, by the way, is relevant because you got this off of his TikTok channel, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's he's doing it now. And this is yeah. honestly something that I thought had died out. It was dying out. Yeah. We have this amazing clip. We've got to find it again. It's in one of our videos where they're dancing oh, in the forest. Can we bring it next time? Yeah, we're bringing it next. Yeah. You've got to see these guys dance because <laughs> it's something else. It, In fact, it is so hilarious and 
and fun that I kind of want to join in. I love it. <laughs> I have nothing to, again, you know yeah. what? Shamatsa mm. were some of the first people and like, I'll be honest, China can be a very exclusive society. Yeah. Yes, as a foreigner, if you walk in, you get curiosity and stuff. Yeah. But the Shamatsa were some of the first people that brought me in and actually said, come sit at our table. And they weren't trying to like impress me. They weren't trying to be like, oh, the foreigners here, let's yeah. do all this fancy stuff. They were, I was just some dirty backpacker and they were just some factory workers and we all had a great time together. Sure. It was sure. good stuff. I like I like the shamata. Absolutely. So hopefully you guys now know if you see that stuff uh, floating around the internet or you see pictures of it or something, now you know what it is. Yeah, because a lot of people I saw on TikTok were asking what the hell is going on. Yeah. Exactly. I was like scrambling in the comments trying to explain to everyone. Yeah. I was like, why not do it on the podcast? Yeah, better that way. Yeah. Uh, cool. So what's next? Let's see. Let's get past this. Um, this ancient. Yeah, this ancient footage that I showed. I just wanted to show when I actually encountered them myself. It's it's you know? more common than you think. We just were. Yeah. You know what? If you go through a lot of our old videos, you will see them in the background, especially yeah. in the, going some of our Jiangxi videos. Yeah. You'll see some shamata. Yeah, you will indeed. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so okay. Now. So we probably need to preface this before we play the clip. Yeah, right? we, we need to preface what's happening. So, as you guys know. Mm. On April 1st, I broke the lab leak theory, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And that's in the news currently. That wasn't an April Fool's joke. That was not me. an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Um, was called a conspiracy theory and was slandered and demonized by it's pretty much everyone. It's interesting to see how everyone's backpedaling on that. Yeah, but no one credits me, of course. Now, that's not the point. The point is, because it's in the news, mm. China's also putting coronavirus back in the news, too. Yeah. Now, here's the issue. China's having a big coronavirus problem right now. Yeah. There was a lot of bluster and cockiness because America was getting hit so bad, especially at the peak of the pandemic, whereas yeah. China had already controlled the narrative. Yeah. Coronavirus pockets were breaking out left and right. We got messages from people all the time sure. that could, couldn't even talk about it. No, you, you can't know? talk about it. So if you can't talk about it, no one's going to know. They're going to think it's fine. And that's an unfortunate thing is that people living in China are relaxed and they started to just go back to normal as you would if you are hearing that everything is good right that's the problem where it's not actually controlled it's just you don't hear about it when it's breaking out here and there in rural rural areas right cetera, right so in the beginning yeah. um china was basically trying to combat these rumors that if you ate garlic you could stop coronavirus mm. we need to believe in science blah, blah blah but then all of a sudden something changed yeah and something changed in that the chinese government instead of because there was no cure for coronavirus sure they knew that they could use this as soft power. Mm. So when they controlled the narrative and all of a sudden the cases are going down in China and they're going up in the rest of the world, they said, you know why? It's because of traditional Chinese medicine. Sure, sure. It's because of this bullshit flower medicine we've created or whatever. And they touted that as a cure yeah. for coronavirus. Then the FDA went after it. They're like, absolutely not. This is going to kill people, Yes. right? Other organizations around the world are like literally in labs going, this is literally made out of flowers and fruit and stuff yeah. and leaves. Yeah. This is not going to cure a massively contagious and very dangerous respiratory illness like Absolutely. coronavirus. Yeah. So they backed off. Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, you can't do that as a, as a, mm. as a governing body. Yeah. Put, put yourself behind pseudo, pseudo no, you science. Yeah. So anyway, they go, okay, yeah, we're all about science. You know, let's yes. work together. Let's not politicize the vaccine. Let's all work together, join hand in hand. Of course, what did they do? They politicized the vaccine. Yes. Long story short, it didn't take them too long to now tout other bullshit methods of curing coronavirus. Yes. Because I'm not kidding you, I've been sent this clip so many times on WeChat, it's not even funny, by mm -hmm. relatives, by friends, by yeah. all this kind of stuff. And guess what it says? Well, let's play the clip. Yeah, now this is in Chinese, so we're going to be pausing sure. it a lot yeah, so that we can it. translate what's being said here. So let's just uh, get us out of here for a second and let's begin. Now, 
，并有效阻断新冠病毒 S 蛋白与人 ACE2 受体的结合。同时，研究过程发现 ，EGCG 不仅能阻止两者相互。Um, I just want to okay. Basically, they're talking about how coronavirus—they've got this this great way to kind of deal with coronavirus. But how they are justifying that this is great is they're saying it's even being tested with these, you know, advanced um, Western EGCG, and they have to show that it's yeah, GE it's General Electric. So you know it's going to be correct because they've used these foreign, you know, machines. As much as China wants to be super nationalist, this、mm. foreign worship is still pervasive. It is. It's like, see, this is definitely true because these, you know, foreign machines. This is、true. and this is government news. Yeah, absolutely. This is on TV. Now let's just get to the the heart of this. 结合，并且对已经结合受体的 S 蛋白还有促进二者解离的作用。目前，研究成果已经在昆明市第三人民医院的新冠病毒感染病例中开展临床辅助治疗。结果发 ，Okay, so now what we're going to hear is we're going to hear testimonial from a doctor. Well, to, to summarize that, though, yeah. Yeah. in this hospital in Kunming, in the in the、uh, what's it called, the inf- infectious、uh, studies department. They use this machine to synthesize the proteins to figure out a cure or a potential. Yeah.、Uh, what's it? What's it called? Not a cure, but、uh, something that will help. Yes, help with the symptoms. With the help sim- with. Well, actually, help, help the spread with help、um, the spread coronavirus. Help coronavirus. Prevent the spread and、yeah. all that kind of stuff. So now they're going to show us what did they discover. And this is the government. Yeah. And now we have a doctor on screen who's going to explain exactly what. A real、did. doctor. Yeah, real doctor. Let's take a look at this. Okay.、Um, Hold on. I I gotta explain something. Since I'm drinking tea here, which by the way tastes awful. Oh, you don't like that brand? No, I mean just like tea with nothing in it. Oh, you're a real Brit. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have your milk and you know I don't take. I sugar, don't like but, tea. You know, ah, peasant. Anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> What they said there is. Chashui. Okay, this is important. Chashui means tea water, but it actually just means boiling. It can、water. it can mean both. Hot it can, honestly, water. Honestly, it can、yeah. mean very weak and it can, tea, and it can mean tea itself. Yeah. 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 So what happens when they put the coronavirus、uh, into this、um, this boiling water? Ninety percent of coronavirus is, as he's going to say in the next sentence, is killed. Yeah. But we have you have to see his methodology after yeah, this. Yeah. Let's take a look. I love his attitude. His positive yeah, attitude. Yeah. Very, very positive. 见到茶水，一分钟就要消失了。就被杀灭，百分之九十九点九，十分钟被茶水杀灭。So ninety percent of coronavirus was destroyed in one minute, and then t- after ten minutes, ninety nine point nine. It was all so let's let's finish his methodology okay, here. Okay, yeah, then we can explain. 它液里面有很多有机物质，啊，各种有机物质、化学物质也有。新冠病毒见到茶以后会被杀灭，所以这个研究呢也提示我们。在新冠疫情流行的这么厉害，多喝茶水是有好处的，啊，或者我们去聚餐、聚集，或者或者人多的时候，可以拿茶水洗洗手，多喝点茶水，可能就有保护作用。Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Can Can I just quickly the, the last、do. bit there? I want to. We need to translate、okay. the whole thing. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. But the last bit there, where he says, "Okay, so just drink more tea, or, hot water, know, t- yeah. hot water, tea water,、um, and if you're going to a place where there's a lot of people, just bring some hot tea water. water, hot water, tea water with you, chashui." And we'll just say hot what, water because、yeah. most people are going to、okay, say hot water. water.、Yeah. Rinse your hands with it, 
okay, and drink it more to protect yourself. How many times have you heard that in your life, by the way? Well, the hot water is just a cure, yeah. Roshui is a thing. Anyone who's lived in China knows that Roshui is a thing. But basically, he is touting the effectiveness of how boiling water slash tea water has killed coronavirus if you leave it in there. So I, let me ask you this, though. Sure. What viruses are going to survive if you put them in boiling water? No. Okay. Is your blood boiling water? No. If you drink boiling water, is it going to change your blood into boiling water? No. No. This is a doctor on <laughs> Chinese state media telling people to drink tea and wash their hands with tea water. Not soap, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And Not soap. that will protect you from coronavirus because when they put coronavirus into this hot water it died <laughs> can i ask you a question sure. there's just so many things going on in my head right now yeah why did they need all these machines to find this out and why is this a revelation i don't do you know, know why? why i can why? tell you why okay why because in china there is a very very poor understanding of viruses and bacteria hmm. to the point where if you go to any public place there is not soap to wash your hands it's number one because people will steal because it. Because it gets stolen, yeah. But number two, because there is a very poor understanding. Even in hospitals, a lot of hospitals, you can't even go in there to wash your hands Yeah, and the soap. bathroom doesn't in the have bathroom. soap. And yeah. the reason being is that that's not really a thing. So this is a revelation. Wait, what do you mean? This new concept that this doctor, probably who's usually touting Chinese medicine from the, from the sound of it, based yeah. on what he said with the Chashui thing. Yeah. He's now coming to this realization with this fancy new machine that he has that viruses, now under a microscope, they can see that they die in boiling water. This is on the news. Yeah. And it needs to be on the news because the majority of people don't understand how basic biology works. Now, here's the, here's the problem with this. The fundamental misunderstanding is not, is not rectified here. Chinese people don't believe, well, a good chunk of Chinese people don't believe in homeostasis. Sure. So this guy, basically what he's saying is that if you're going around, he says you go to places where there's lots of people, mm. right? Which we're, we're going to see in some future clips here. Yes. Um, if you drink this boiling water, then you'll be able to, to prevent yourself. And that's fundamentally based on qi. This is not based on disinfectant. This is not based on science. This yeah. is based on your qi. It's hot or cold. So yeah. Chinese, a lot of Chinese people will drink hot water in thinking that they can cleanse themselves because it will make themselves inside hot. They don't understand that the body will acclimate itself to different scenarios to hold 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Which is homeostasis. Yeah, exactly. You don't learn that in China. Shanghua, oh man. It's Shanghua. Shanghua, Rishi, all that stuff. You know, you have to understand that Chinese traditional medicine, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, TCM, it is based on thousands of years of, you know, traditional medicine. And there is a lot of, um, well, medicinal cures that work when it comes to herbal cures and things like that. Absolutely. And of course, there's some merit to it, but not when it comes to treating a virus or something like that. And you also have to it's understand that it's still very much integrated into the whole hospital and healthcare experience yes. in China. This is a hangover from Mao Zedong's barefoot yeah. doctor thing. Yeah. They just didn't have the capability of putting out as how, how do I put this like to, to set up a proper healthcare system so what they did was rely on sort of TCM doctors to go out to the villages and things like that that's absolutely and true it's so integrated in, integrated into a current modern uh, healthcare in China that it's uh, it's something that most people do like the clinic my wife used to work in not only do they have the western style doctors they have the TCM doctors in there too and people can choose which one that they prefer to go to and they even mix and match that's them what all I was going to say usually they're mixing anyway yeah. i mean i've gone and asked for western care as they call it it's sure. ridiculous 
you know, I just wanted medicine and science. Sure. But they will co- constantly push TCM on me at the same time. Yeah, they'll, they'll give you an antibiotic drip, but at the same time do like gua sha yeah. or bao guan or something like that or, you know, acupuncture or something. There's a With huge, together. There's a huge yeah. issue because I'm, I always say this, but the much poorer countries I've been to compared to China have a much better healthcare system just based on knowledge mm. and professionalism because mm. a huge chunk of the doctors in China are just not actually educated. Mm. You don't need a PhD to be a doctor in China. And you do need that in most countries around the world. I'm telling you, I was on a bamboo bed in Laos, literally a bamboo bed, the most disgusting scenario I've ever seen. But the doctor knew what to do and give me proper things. Whereas I've not had that experience most of the time in China. Yeah. You know? Now, it's not to bash uh, holistic medicine people and Uh, people that believe in TCM and stuff, whatever. Sure. It's entirely, that's entirely up to you. It's your choice what you're going to believe or not. But this is dangerous when you have an authority figure like a doctor telling you that drinking hot water washing your hands with hot water is going to protect you from the coronavirus because that's what he actually said. He used those words, yes. bao hu, yeah. which means to protect you. And he said, this really means use the tea water to wash your hands, drink more tea water, and you will protect yourself when you go to a place with a lot of people. What? That's dangerous because it's not the correct advice. It's on TV. That's what okay. I was going to say. What this what this tells me, and this mm. is, again, this is not some fringe thing here. This no. is not some Pinterest article. No. This was sent to me by multiple uh, family members sure. and people in China that I know and people that know, should know better, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. The, this is what this teaches me. And unfortunately, this is the very serious consequence of all this is that post-pandemic, China's learned nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. that's not not much has changed here, guys. The wet markets are still there. Not that that's where it came from, by the way, but yeah. the wet markets are still there. The lack of hygiene is still there, and now we're still having doctors telling you to use boiling water, drink boiling water in a crowded area, and then you won't get coronavirus. Yeah. Here we go, guys. We are now in 2021, post pandemic, almost post pandemic. Mm-hmm. China says they're post pandemic, but are they? This is a good lead into uh, what's coming yeah. up here in a second. Well, you see, the propagandists are at it again. Okay. <laughs> The snake oil salesmen, the awful people that will do anything for a buck. Let's see what our, our Western friends are up to sure. at the moment, shall we? Let's get ourselves out of here for a second and let's see. Now I'm here today to tell you about Lianhua Qingwen capsules. These are commonly used to treat influenza and colds, but they've also proven very effective to treat COVID-19. Okay, wow. Now that's a big statement if I ever did hear one. Yeah. So what's what's effective for treating COVID-19 exactly? Lianhua Qingwen. Now, Lianhua Qingwen capsules, I actually took that before in China. Yeah, that's very Way common. before the pandemic. Yeah. It's something that's been around. You know what it is? It's a herbal cold medicine. Can I read you the ingredients? Yeah, please. Tell us what's inside that. Uh, forsythia fruit. Mm-hmm. Honeysuckle. Okay. Honey fried herbs. Mm. Rhubarb root. Sounds delicious. And uh, Ranix isitis. It's just, uh, it's just herbs. So and, it's and herbs. Fruits. Yeah. Herbs and fruits. Yeah. So here you have uh, what we call a white monkey. Mm-hmm. Okay. These guys, you're probably aware of them. They're called the Barretts. It's a British uh, father and son duo who do anything They're for money in China. They're just They go on all these paid trips. They're big Huawei uh, spokespeople. They're part of the new government to push for the soft power thing that's happening. Oh, You'll they're hugely out. in yeah. bed with the CCP. So they work for CGTN. They yeah. go around doing all sorts of things. And here you can see them literally selling a herbal cold medicine that's made out of a bunch of random, like, flowers it's and stuff. It's literally made as, of fruits and flowers. As, what as, does he say? But also proven very effective to treat COVID-19. 
Oh, but it, 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 it continues. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. watch this yeah. ad that they've done. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll put a little bit more in here. Let's take a quick look. So we'll get out of here. Very effective to treat COVID-19. This is one of the first medicines to be approved here in China for treatment of mild and moderate symptoms of COVID-19. Okay, so now now that sounds a little bit more reasonable. He says that... Both of them are reading a script. Yeah, so. of course they are. Okay, but you will find out they're reading a script in a minute. But anyway, let's continue. During the initial outbreak of coronavirus, these were used to treat nearly 100 million people around the globe. That um, thing about them, you know, treating 100 million people around the globe is something you heard from various propaganda outlets. Yeah, and this that's is, a year, about a year ago. Yeah, this is when they were trying to push this as a, a cure. Yeah, I mean, I've already brought this up in the in the beginning of when we uh, said this. There was a, a huge push of the Chinese government when they realized there wasn't going to be a cure anytime soon, that, yeah. hey, we can save the world with Chinese medicine. You'll yeah. see, actually, I found a clip yeah. coming right, up here. Continue. The results of a clinical trial published in Phytomedicine, a European journal. Okay, now. Well, let's see what the journal said. This... First of all, we have to set sure. this up because we looked up this article. In fact, I have it right we now. were made aware of this by a friend of ours who lives in Taiwan. We'll be linking him in a minute. Yeah. But we looked at, he looked it up, we looked it up, and this is an absolute bollocks. It's not a real peer-reviewed. It's not a proper scientific anything. It's just some you know foreign website that they posted something on there. Can you just read what the end, the conclusion of this so-called so, study, the conclusion of the study was what? If you guys have ever seen a scientific study, you'll know why this is so bad. Yes. Okay, ready? Yeah. Results. Traditional, this is the results after all these numbers and scientific data. This is what he's referencing. Data. This yeah. is the so-called scientific From Europe, the European Journal, which they have to again, use foreign worship again. why does it have to be like, oh, it's yep. only good because a foreign European journal did it, but it wasn't actually. It was just some random yes. post by a Chinese company or Chinese interests posted it let's read what it says traditional chinese medicine is effective in preventing covid-19 and medical staff can prevent an iatrogenic uh, iatrogenic infection by taking a de uh, decoction made based on principles of traditional chinese medicine okay in as of march 13 2020 new cases of covid-19 in china have decreased in number to single digits mm -hmm. traditional chinese medicine's curative effect was outstanding with a national re participation rate of over 90%. More than 70,000 people were cured, cured okay. of COVID-19 and discharged from the hospital. This is used in a, in a scientific journal. Yeah. Only approximately 10,000 patients are currently being treated, and the total treatment time is approximately two months. Here's the conclusion. Yeah, listen to this conclusion carefully. Traditional Chinese medicine is currently the best choice for treatment and prevention of COVID-19. And it is expected that it will be promoted by countries around the world. <laughs> right out of the propaganda book right there. Holy shit, dude. So this is what this, um, this absolutely immoral snake oil salesman is uh, citing over here. Just so you know, let's continue. See what he says. Phytomedicine, a European journal, showed that in the treatment of COVID-19, symptoms were reduced by over 90%. Okay. Symptoms were... Uh reduced by over 90%. So you're going to take this herbal cold medicine and your COVID symptoms will be reduced over 90%. You know what won't be reduced? What? Your corpse symptoms. <laughs> yeah, let's continue. So there you have it. That's exactly why you should be picking up Lianhua Qingwen capsules to stay safe. Oh mm. my gosh. That's... Now, this is problematic. This is so problematic, in fact. Why are you using that word? Sorry. What's wrong with that? Problematic is the word of the... 
the cancel culture. Uh, well, it is problematic. It, yeah, I would I'm say not canceling it, but it's no, just problematic. It's not as it. It's not only problematic. It's immoral, and mm. it's uh, it's awful what these guys are doing. Look well, what look what he says. Lianhua Qingwen capsules to stay safe. Pick these up. You're going to be safe if you have this this herbal cough medicine. And this, these white monkey jobs are not meant for us foreigners. No. These are meant for local Chinese people because they look up to people like this. They look up to foreigners, right? Yeah. We've talked about yeah. this a million times. It's incorrect. We don't agree with it. But the white worship and the foreign worship thing is real in China. These people are selling a bullshit snake oil thing, cure for covid to vulnerable people who are going to now take their word for it because they look up to them. And the, the corpse guy said that it was inside of a, a medical journal from Europe. So they're going to look at this. It's all subtitled in Chinese. They're going to read it and they're going to be like, oh, this foreign stuff that's been in foreign medical journals, this is good. We're going to take this. This will help my COVID. I believe in this now. These guys are taking advantage of the weak and vulnerable people doing something like this and it shows you just how low they will stoop to because this is not selling some bullshit product this is something that can affect people's lives in a big way because if you're starting to get covid symptoms and you've seen this and you go out and you say okay i know what to do i'm gonna get these lianhua qingwen capsules and eat them and then my my symptoms will go away 90 percent meanwhile it gets worse and you don't seek proper medical treatment by going to the hospital you could die you know, what they're doing is illegal. In another country, they would be locked up for this. But in China, it's okay to lie like this and to mislead people. It's disgusting. You know, that's all I got to say about that. That's, really. uh, I, you, you didn't let me say why it's problematic. So I'm okay, going to yeah, say... Sorry, I had to... This is why it's... Win no, I'm happy why you said Why is it, it problematic? It's, it's because you didn't let me use that word. Sure. So well, this is why it's an issue. That's all. Okay, say. yeah, thank you. I didn't know. You're censoring me because I... I didn't know that was a bad Go ahead, word. use problematic all you want. Okay, it's an issue. It's an issue, <laughs> right. and I'll tell you why. Right. It's so much of an issue that when uh, this guy that we, we we know from Taiwan yeah. puts up this video about this thing to to lambast, not them, but to lambast the, the principle that someone could be selling snake oil like yeah. this and damaging Chinese people. You're literally a white monkey that doesn't understand anything about medicine, like you said. Yeah. Damaging Chinese people that are vulnerable to, to a lot of yeah. people that don't understand anything about virology yes. or biology in general. Yeah. He talked about why this is damaging and YouTube removed the video. Do you know why? Because of COVID misinformation. Yes. They yes. thought this was a promotion of this. Yeah. And the, the whole world is very against Lianghua Qingwen as a treatment You know treatment that the Lianghua Qingwen is actually on a list of fraudulent yeah. uh, COVID-19 Because uh, it is. Now, here's the thing. Uh, let's play a quick little, a little clip of From his the guy video, who yeah. sent us this in the first place. We've got to give him a shout out. And uh, I would like everybody to please go over and... Give him a sub if you don't mind. Yeah, his, sure. his channel's in the yeah, description. Take, take a look. Picking up Lianhua capsules to stay safe. The Barretts really don't care what they endorse as long as they're getting paid for it. I mean, these guys would try to sell you poison if they thought that they could make a buck from it. People do okay, uh, before we continue. <laughs> well, I'm looking large. Yeah, you are. You're, you're large and in oh, charge all over us here. Um, the guy over there, his name is uh, Lewis. He runs. He lives in Taiwan, and he runs a little channel called um, Shil CCP Shillbusters. I put he, the, the link yeah. down there. If you could go over and maybe subscribe to him and give him, if you're interested, yeah, in give it. him a little, you know, ADV sent us type thing. It would be really nice. Yeah. He does. He's if you're it's interested, a, it's in a small it. channel, but he yeah. deserves it because he's going after these guys. But 
when he put that video, that video is still up of his on the CCP Shield buses, but he tried to put subtitles into it, okay, in order to warn people in Taiwan, listen, don't, don't buy into what these guys are saying. Like you said, YouTube, because the subtitles were in it, the algorithm picked it up and it actually removed his video off of YouTube as a community guideline strike saying that you are pushing misinformation about COVID-19. That's how bad it is. If those guys tried to put that advert that they put together, that's all over Chinese social media that was blasted out there, try to put it on a Western platform like YouTube, it's actually against the community guidelines. So it shows you what they're doing is so immoral that YouTube removes videos that put that advert on there. Yeah, yeah. Because they consider it very dangerous information, as it is. I'm not overblowing this. And if you watch, um, you know, he calls himself Yang Guizhi, okay, Mm. which means like foreign Foreign devil. Okay, if you watch his video that he did about this, he shows you the FDA warnings and the, the fact that it's never passed the FDA trials or anything. He's got that all in the video. That's why I suggest you go take a look at it. Yeah, His link yeah, go, is go in the description. Um, and he deserves a shout out for bringing that to our attention. So anyway, um, it doesn't stop there, though, because that same bullshit that you've just heard those two snake oil salesmen put out there, those immoral people, it's uh, kind of a common thread. Shall we see what this known Chinese propagandist has to say? Well, yeah, so this this is way back then. Yeah. Uh, and I covered this, and I just, right before the podcast, I, we remembered that yeah. I covered this. So let's watch what she says. Okay, let's see. I didn't know that the traditional Chinese medicine with a history of thousands of years have played a very significant role in this war against virus. According to the statistics, over 90% of the confirmed cases mm, in China heard that. have received the Chinese medicine treatment. And the overall effective rate is as high as 92%. So 92% of people in China recovered or were cured of the coronavirus because of Chinese medicine. And she's going to tell you what medicine that is. As China continues to export its experience to the world, the Chinese medicine is saving lives in more and more countries. Among medical supplies that China donated to Italy, Iran, and other countries, there are two traditional Chinese medicine, Lianhua Qingwen and Jinghua Qinggan, which are derived from two ancient prescriptions that have a history of nearly 2,000 years. Yeah, okay. You know, we cut it short, but you know what else she said? She she read out that TCM is currently the best choice for the treatment and prevention of COVID-19 and is expected that it will be promoted by countries around the world. It's that exact same fake, false, bullshit study that's put up on that one random website by China interest groups. And it just shows you, these guys all have a script. Those white monkeys are given a script. She's got the same script. All the propagandists have the same script. And these people are willing to do anything for money. You cannot trust a single word that they say. If they're willing to put people's lives at risk like that, never mind the the millions of other nonsense white monkey jobs that they've done in the past, and we've got plenty of them, you know, (laughs) selling like fake knockoff N64 uh, stuff and it's selling products they don't even know about if like i said if you want to see more about this go watch that video linked yeah, below. yeah that's good wow anyway let's get back to the whole covid thing so i was i was uh leading off of the whole chashway thing the, the hot yeah. water thing mm. um and i was very curious i've been talking to some people that have been telling me very conflicting things so i have some sure. friends up in dongbei which is northeast china mm-hmm. and I have some chinese friends up there and they were telling me how 
they're not even allowed to talk about the current cases that are exploding up there. I have another friend. This is the third time that's happened now. A third person that has contacted me and said their local hospital is full. Sure. Right? And it's to the point where the cops are going around and actually threatening people again. Remember, we thought we'd see an end to this. Sure. Again, for going on group chats and WeChat and saying that there's COVID cases, so be careful. So people warning each other. Hey, we think there's COVID cases in our town, in our city, in these areas of of, uh, of Liaoning and Jilin province. Yeah, they're getting in trouble and getting warnings and 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 letters now again from the police saying don't spread misinformation. They're doing exactly what they're doing did in the, in the beginning, sure. except this time it's so tightly controlled and the punishments are so worrying that in the beginning you saw a lot of leaking of coronavirus information sure. because so many people didn't know what was going on and they were freaked out. Yeah. Now the narrative is so tightly controlled by the police and by the local authorities and everything that it's terrifying for people to want it to tell tell people stuff so they told me this stuff in confidence right? And right do you know why this is happening is because there is public information that coronavirus is back in china and it's happening out of guangzhou this is born out of guangzhou now guangzhou is a huge city in guangdong yeah. province massive and it was it was so pervasive and preve- prevalent there that people the information leaked. So the government had to admit that there were cases. Well, they there. shut down two districts, right? Yes. Not only that, but now traveling like anyone who's been in Guangzhou basically to any near any of those districts cannot travel to certain parts of China. Right. You know when they they actually went and put out a thing where everyone in Shenzhen, which is you know the city is about an hour's drive away where I used to be, had to get tested and stuff. Mm. You have to understand that when they're mobilizing this massive effort to try and stop this it's not because there was one or two cases no. this is something big and it sparked off a panic yes okay so i was sent this footage yeah well before we even okay, get sure. to this um i was speaking to some of my old doctor friends remember i used to train doctors yeah. okay for those of you who don't know i used to train them in hospital etiquette rules basic english various different things uh, medical terminology and i still keep in contact with a lot of these people now they've been telling me that in, you know in confidence i'm not going to tell you who they were I obviously don't want to get anyone in trouble because that's how china works but here's the thing they've been trying to convince people to take the vaccine for a long time their patients now here's what's happened it's become very complacent because as the chinese government has been telling the world forever we've beat COVID. it's done right everyone's back to normal life's back to normal you can do what you want it's cool don't need to wear a mask do whatever you do don't even need to get the vaccine no the chinese vaccine well, which is only 50 percent effective by the way yeah but the thing is a lot of people initially they got like the first dose you're supposed to have two with the chinese vaccine you a lot of people didn't like even get eight, it though but whatever yeah, yeah yeah thing is a lot of people didn't get it some people got one dose yeah, yeah, but then right. they just became complacent about it and they're like eh it's the gone. government when the government to. lies these are the real world implications yeah. of that so it's like i don't need the vaccine yeah so they were sitting in a position where it was very difficult to convince people to get the vaccine. All of a sudden, when the news of these Guangzhou outbreaks happened, everybody wanted the vaccine and they wanted it now. Let's see. Let's see what's going on in China right now when it comes to vaccines. And all of this footage comes from about a week. Yeah. Kind of within the last week or Some so. Some of these clips were sent to us by people. Yeah. So, you, yeah, um, let's take a acquaintances. look. Acquaintances. Yeah. Let's see. This is in uh, Huizhou, where I lived. Yeah. Look at the lines and the lack of masks on some people here. This is how coronavirus spreads, my friends. Yeah, you know, wall to wall people. The clamoring. stupid thing is, is like when you have an like potential uh, outbreak and you've got mm-hmm. people getting infected. What do you want to do? Go hang out, right? Like touching people. Look yep. at this. Oh, by the way, if you watch any of these pro CCP guys' channels, COVID is done. It's yeah. completely under control, and Chinese people. 
they wait in line because they're civil and everything's under control and the government makes sure that everyone is um, has got a ticket and yeah. they're going to wait in line patiently and they're all social distance. Let's have a look at what that actually means. Well, I mean, for those of you sitting at home, there are massive crowds of people all yeah. touching each other, bumping into each other, undulating mass of people rushing to get the vaccine. Right. I mean, literally running. Okay. Right. You can't make this up. No. They want that vaccine so bad that they are running. This is in multiple cities, yeah, by the way. It's, it's all over. They, they want to be first in line. Um, they they got to get in there. It's People are literally hugging each other, pushing each other, shoving each other, touching each other. The coronavirus is done. What are you talking about? This is what under control looks like. This is what this is what's going to... This will be a super spreader event of ever. No seen. No shit. Man. Look at it. Yeah. You know, it's... It's weird. It's a weird setup. You would think that lessons would have been learned. You know? We, we know better that they wouldn't. Mm. I mean, you got doctors telling people to wash their hands with boiling water and when they go to crowded areas. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, this is what happens in China. The narrative's always lost. It's too chabador. It's too half-assed. Everything's very half-assed in China, when the, the way government runs things. Yeah, exactly. So when the, something's under control, the reality is this, right? Even under the surveillance state, we're still getting footage like this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's out of control, guys. Yeah, and you can see from the signs. You can yeah. tell where all of these things are taking yep. place. And we've got southern China. We've got northern China. Yep. We've got... Uh, Western China, we've got Eastern China. It's all over. It's not like just down in Guangzhou or Shenzhen no. or something like that. It's all no. over the country. Because this stuff does spread on social media. And then all of a sudden people are like, holy crap, we need to go get our vaccine. It's like when the Fukushima thing happened and everyone heard a rumor that salt will, you know, prevent yeah. radiation from... They bought all the salt. It. Salt became yeah. like $80 a pound. It was massive, like rushes for salt. And it was just intense. So... And people spitting in each other's mouths here. <laughs> yeah. You know, without masks on, spreading spreading coronavirus as you do. Yeah. Um, this we we want to play all this. I mean, there's there's actually way more. Yeah. Um, but we didn't want to make the whole podcast. But have a look. The thing is, it's the pushing and the shoving. Look, you can tell a lot of these are the the lost generation eyes and uncles, but there are younger people in there too. You know, yeah. it's just this crazy massive rush to I'm going to get my vaccine here. A woman's being pushed over and thrown down to the ground. You know, so that almost trampled so that people can get in there. Um, when you've witnessed this kind of thing in real life, this doesn't surprise you. There's some Wumas in here that are saying these are racist lies. Oh, are uh, they? Uh, I forgot all these videos are CG. Yeah. These are all computer graphics videos, correct, right? Correct, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like we just wanted to give you a look. So many people have been asking us for an update. Um, yeah. I would say a good mix of panic mm -hmm. and a good mix of very tightly controlled narrative. And again, when the Chinese government continues to lie, and they do this all the time, mm whether it be about human rights atrocities, uh, poverty alleviation, something, there's always people that get hurt from the lies because yeah. when everyone says, because the whole propaganda, right, was that the Chinese government went out there, yeah. they said, COVID's done. Yeah. You stupid ass piece of shit Western countries, go waddle, wallow in your filth, yeah. right? You idiots. You're the ones that let it get out of control. Tight control government, this is what prevents the spread, right? Yeah. So you see a country like the U.S. and, and European countries develop the vaccine, and then cases sure. go down into the point where we ha we have completely normal lives now, it's right? Back to normal, by the way. It's back to normal. Here in in uh, Long Beach, we can go to a restaurant if we want. If you've been vaccinated, you don't need to wear yeah. a mask in public yep. anymore. Yep. Life is back to normal. It's back I to normal. Say, like with obviously, people are still a little more cautious. Of course. And, and a lot of places, you still have to wear a mask to go right. in. 
but by and large, the cases are dwind normal. dwindling. Yeah. They're very low. And that's what happens when you have real world science. Yes. Right? Real world science or real world uh, uh, methods to deal with something. Yeah. Yes, it was a mess. And yes, it was not perfect. Yeah. But this is what happens is eventually the lie in China, it catches up with, with the average person. And that's what sucks. Just like with the poverty alleviation thing, it's illegal to say there's no, there's no poverty or sure. the, there, that there's still poverty. So then they take away the charity programs. They yes. take away the food donations and stuff because people actually still need them, yeah. but they're not allowed to be poor anymore. In China, you're not allowed to have COVID anymore. So they sure. don't report it in these cities in Dongbei that I'm talking about. You're not allowed to say that you have it and you're not even allowed to warn people about it. Sure. You have panic, mass panic that people want to get the vaccine after you told them to celebrate, go to massive pool parties, go mingle for the camera for propaganda campaigns so we can brag yeah. to the West about how free we are and how we defeated COVID. Now they're all clamoring to get a vaccine because there's outbreaks in China. It's the irony and it sucks and it's an I told you so gotcha moment, but it sucks and it's not something you want to be Look, right this about. is a mechanism that the Chinese government uses, which we're going to see when we talk about our, in our world news segment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, can you explain to me what this building is behind us here? Uh, this is supposed to represent Fudan University in okay. Hungary. Okay. All right, but that's is that that should be an international news. What's that doing doing over here? Oh, it can be wherever it wants. We have too much stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is just a little bit of humor. We thought we'd bring in a little sure. bit of humor. I thought it was funny, funny enough to go into what's new. Yeah. So as they just built this new Chinese university. So yeah, there's a lot of pushback against this Fudan University being built in Budapest. Yes. And yes. the problem with it is that the government of the central government of Hungary is quite pro-China in that they like the money that comes from China. Sure. Now the mayor of Budapest is not pro-China. He's not very. He's not a big fan of genocide mm -hmm. and not a big fan of uh, stifling democracy. Right. So what was his plan? Well, he put up some street signs and he renamed <laughs> the, the streets. Yeah. yeah, near the university. And uh, the first one is the Dalai, Dalai Lama Street. Mm -hmm. um, the second one is, by the way. The this is Uyghur Martyrs, Martyrs, yeah. Martyrs Street. This is in a um, you know different language, so it's a bit difficult sometimes. But yeah, it's in Hungarian. And this is the this is the Hong Kong oh. uh, free, uh, Hong Kong uh, protesters Street. Right, excellent. <laughs> so those are the those are the three uh, that I found. Now the thing is, he's do he's trolling China, which is Absolutely. we're at full support of. We mm -hmm. just thought that was hilarious. Imagine all these students that go over there and then they have to read that every day. Yeah, I know because uh, if you ever want to poke. Poke the dragon is you just mention those sensitive topics such as Taiwan or Tibet or, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, it's going to make them mad, but they can't do anything about it, which is kind of fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Certainly. Okay, good. So let's uh, take some super chats before we move on to our next Indeed. section. So. Uh, Belton Road says, I'm sorry, that wasn't actually the first one. The first one is from, um, where is it here? I have it, Tara. I'll do Belt and Roads first. Welcome back, gents. Glad to Thank see you, you after uh, back after a week of awful content from other creators. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, JPN says, The Hollywood Reporter wrote an article, From Deal Frenzy to Decoupling, Is China Hollywood Romance Officially Over? Is this a sign Hollywood has woken up to China is poison or not? Mm. Um, maybe it might take a little while. It's going to take a long time. Wing it's Zero, a big market. Yeah. Wing083 says a few of these people look like Jack Ma dressed as a troll doll. Oh, yeah, the, the Shamata. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think they look the same. <laughs> no. Um, Benjamin Wood says, hey, guys, I just watched a terrible video uh, made by Daniel Dumbrell slandering you as racist. You need to shut him down. That's Absolutely not how we operate. <laughs> oh, look, it's, for anyone who's asking about this ridiculous video that's come out, it's very straightforward. This guy's an obsessed stalker of mine, and he has been for years. He tweets about me multiple times a day. Um, and he's seeking my attention, and he has been by trying to 
I don't know, insult me into a debate or something, get his followers to harass me and harass my friends and other followers into debating him. The guy is a complete lunatic, all right? He hates Western civilization. He hates the West. He hates everything that's not an authoritarian government. I'm not going to engage with the guy. I don't care. It's very easy for people to go out there and label someone a racist or a white supremacist in order to shut them down. It doesn't work on me. You can call me racist all I want. All of you, our audience, are smart enough to watch our videos and make up your own minds as to what we are. You don't need some complete lunatic obsessed cyber stalker trying to tell you how you're supposed to think. I also it's don't think I don't think life is an MMA fight. I think a lot of people want to see all this drama and stuff. No. Are you I mean the people are saying, what do you think about this? I'm so shocked. Are you shocked that a mafia government and their sycophants went after us when we speak out against the CCP? It's it's, it's the yeah. most immature and immoral government in the entire world, maybe save for North Korea. Yeah. Why are you surprised that their little minions are going out and in, in mince meeting and taking picking apart our videos to make us look bad? It's immature. Yeah. Why would you respond to that? Yeah. It's absolutely it's very not. easy to take anyone's videos out of context, cut them up, put it them out there, and whatever. build a straw man argument. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not going to respond to him. I'm not going to engage with him. I'm not going to do anything because that's what he wants. He is looking for my attention. He is an obsessed cyber stalker. And you don't encourage obsessed cyber stalkers. No. So as far as I'm concerned, that's the first and the last I'm ever going to say about this. So let's move on, shall we? Hold on. Tornado Brick says, Kalsa Rikanit, which is um, Finnish for pantyhose. I don't know why he said oh, that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, and... Okay, we'll just we'll save those for next. Okay, we're going to move on to continue our to send next... super chats. We're just moving on. Yeah, obviously we have to now do our uh, soft power hour where uh -huh. we talk about how China is trying to change your mind yes. through various different ways. Um, okay, now I, 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 I gotta get here. I gotta get here. I'm I'm getting it. Give me a second. I'm losing track of what's going on here. Be up in a second. Okay, we went through this, and finally. Mm -hmm. well, you, you there we go. Yes. Okay, there what's go. going on here? So this is uh, Chiu Ziming. And Chiu Ziming, he's a pretty big influencer he's in China. He's a big one. He's got he like, like how many? A couple mil. Yeah, a couple million followers on, what, on Weibo? Yes. Okay. Uh, so he's like kind of a commentator. Yeah. He's whatever. He's not, he's not harmful or anything. He's not no. like, out, he doesn't have outlandish opinions. Sure, he's very normal he's just guy. an influencer. Yeah. Um, so what happened is he is the first victim of a law that we've been talking about. Well, at least I alluded to in a previous video. Um, and that is the law against slandering martyrs and questioning official statistics about casualties and deaths. Right. Can you explain that law? Well, basically, <laughs> this ties in very good with what we've just talked about yeah. the coronavirus. China does not want official figures to get out because it will rile up the populace. Just imagine what the Chinese populace would do if they found out that there were a lot of coronavirus cases nearby, right? Or in the same province or in the same city. There'd be pandemonium. I mean, we see how crazy it gets just when people hear about, oh, there's something happening in Guangzhou, everyone rushing out to get the vaccines. And the Chinese government's main focus is to hold on to power and keep a stable society, as in harmonious society, as in everybody has to be in this ignorance is bliss state. They don't need to know that there's something bad going on because if they do, it's going to cause unrest and that's the last thing that they want, right? So not only do they do this with hiding things like coronavirus statistics or bad GDP numbers or whatever the case. Now, if there's any kind of military conflict, you are not allowed to speculate how many people died. 
okay, or speculate the outcome of any uh, military conflict. This obviously is um, something that they're preempting. Because if there is an armed conflict with China and another country, and a lot of Chinese soldiers are killed, that's going to take morale away. It's going to have the one-child policy families revolt against the, the Chinese government because their one-child's, one-children are being, single children are being killed, okay? So they don't want that out there. So they want to be able to be in a situation that if there's an absolutely horrendous disaster, defeat yeah. or a disaster or uh, a, a little skirmish happens and let's say like a thousand PLA soldiers are killed, they don't want that information to get out there in public. So right. they want to be able to do whatever they need to do to do damage control and so on. So if you, as a Chinese citizen, go online and you say, there are a thousand people that died, or I suspect that a thousand people died because I suddenly can't contact a thousand of my friends, they can put you in jail yes. for this spreading uh, rumors and questioning official statistics. And what was that thing about martyrs again, like disrespecting martyrs or something? Slandering heroes and mar martyrs. Slandering he heroes and martyrs. That's the reason why they have this law in place. Yeah, so I'll explain yeah. what happened yeah, to him. Well, so what happened so to Chiu Ziming, what happened was he was talking about or commentating on the clash that happened between India and China yeah. over the Himalayan region, right? Yeah. So 20 people, 20 soldiers were, were killed in that conflict um, from the India side. So mm -hmm. India reported on that. They said 20 of our soldiers died. Yeah. And then China you know, diplomatically acknowledged that, right? Then China sat on this for ages and then yeah. eventually released and said, we lost four soldiers. Four soldiers, yeah. Right. Now, whatever, right? Like, that is what it is. The problem is, is that Chiu Ziming on his Weibo, he said, I suspect that more Chinese soldiers probably died. Not yeah. to slander anything. No. Just, he was saying, well, it's, it's a bit weird, it's right? It's a bit weird that only four people died, but 20 Indians died. And the thing is, the Indian side was saying that a lot more Chinese people died. Yeah, they were China actually, were, they just wouldn't have No, they're, that's the thing. Like, So you've got one side saying, yes, we lost 20 people, right. but we also killed X right. amount of them. Right. And China's like, nah, we just lost four soldiers. So he got arrested for slandering martyrs. Just because he questioned the number. Yeah, and this is a test run for their new law. Yeah. So yeah. basically, in the going on in the future, and this is something. This is the funny thing. Yeah. You might think this is trying to be covered up, and they, 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 China thinks this is embarrassing. They don't want this to get out there that they're arresting a blog poster. Sure. Oh, they do. This is posted on all over Chinese internet. I translated yes. this from Chinese article. Yeah. They want people to know about this. Do you know why? Because it scares people from yeah. talking. They want people to be scared. They don't want people talking about these kinds of things. So this is one of those example show trials, basically, that they put out there to warn everybody. You don't do this, okay? Right. So Eight months in jail. Everyone who supports this government has to realize, have you ever questioned your own government? Have you ever made a post on your Facebook or anywhere that said, I hate Trump or I hate Biden or I hate... It's, it doesn't have to be that general. It doesn't... It just You could say like, I hate the roads in my neighborhood, yeah. you know, yeah. because us taxpayers shouldn't do this. You do realize that that kind of thing where you go out and complain about your government is... A part of Western freedom, it's something that should be cherished. It's, it's how you hold them to task. Yeah, this is something that doesn't exist in China, okay? There are ways to bring up c complaints with the government, yes, but you can't go out there and insult the government. You can't say, like, I, I fucking hate the local government here in Texas or whatever for not doing this. I really hate my local government, or I really hate this congressman, or I really hate this politician. You can't do that in China, because when you start to slander or attack or do any kind of like bad mouthing of an official or something in china on the internet on your private 
Facebook, basically, you know, your Weibo or something, you can go to jail. All right. So for everybody who's thinking that, oh, China really does things well, remember that. Think to yourself, have you ever, ever put out an insulting post against a part of your government or the police or the military or anything like that? Because you can't do that in China. Remember that. That's the one thing that people seem to forget all the time. Look at this guy. How long did he get again? Eight, Eight months? months, but maximum three years. Eight months to three years for making a post questioning how many people died in that uh, conflict between India and China that happened on the border there. Dude, like seriously. Yeah, that's what you get in trouble for. What the hell? Yeah. People call out the, the American government all the time. In fact, it's like a hobby over here. People go out and protest and you see on all their their things and they talk about like, oh, America's so bad because of Israel. America's so bad because of bombing the Middle East. America's so bad, this and that. And you can do that. You have the freedom to do that. You can go out and criticize your government and you can put your point forward and you can be heard and you do not get locked up for eight months to three years, all right, like this poor guy did. Just, and he's just a social media influencer. It's like you or me or anyone. Any Instagrammer out there, anyone who posts on their Facebook, it doesn't matter who you are, big or small, you have the chance of being arrested for putting your opinion online. Yep. Yeah. Very so, well said. That's pretty much soft power hour. It is. Um, guys, let's take some more super chats and then we're going to get onto uh, some, some kind of hilarious stuff. Tiananmen Massacre says if US pr proves that uh, COVID-19 originated from China, the Belt and Road Initiative countries have an excuse to default the Chinese debt trap and I recommend they do. Yeah. Uh, Wonka45, Chad ADV, like ChadyV. Chad <laughs> nice. Media destroys virgin CCP. There's it's a couple of memes going around out there pretty about funny. that. Yeah. Drayton Blackgrove, thank you. Drayton Blackgrove, thank you again. Tree Theodore, what's up? Good work. Thank you, Tree. Appreciate thank you. it. Uh, John Wagner, keep up the tremendous work, guys. Thank you. Case closed 93. Did you guys see Daniel Drumbrill's <laughs> video on you guys? Yeah, we spoke about that already. Guys, again, we're just going to skip over anyone who's asking us. We'll mention your name, though, and say thank you sure. for the super chat. We've already addressed it. The guy's an obsessed cyberstalker. I met him in real life. The guy's unhinged, okay? If you look at his Twitter feed, he just goes after me day after day after day. And I guess he just snapped finally, and he put it all, all of his uh, tropes and little things he takes out of context and his straw man arguments into a video. Yeah. Um, remember, it is the directive of the CCP to silence people like myself and Seamilk, and they'll go to any lengths possible. So what you're going to see and... What you do see are these waves of attacks against us to try and deplatform and cancel us. And so they're trying a new tactic. I mean, right. it's very easy to try and shut up a white person by calling them racist. Doesn't work on me. Sure. But that's just a thing that they, little path they decided to go down. And guess what? They can do it all they want. It doesn't change anything because we know that you watching us are rational enough and have your own minds that you yeah. can make up about us. And if you don't like us uh, as human beings, it's entirely up to you. And if you like us, we appreciate that. Anyway, Thanks. we're not going to answer anything more about that disgusting lunatic cyberstalker. And in fact, I would have to get a restraining order against him if he lived in the same country as me. Yeah, he he yeah, is obsessed. Sure. It's terrible. Anyway. Trippy Liquid says, is the nose thing like a drug thing? Maybe ketamine or something more gross? Nah. Yeah, uh, Grant, have you guys read the Fauci emails? If so, what are your thoughts? It's frustrating the lab leak stuff was suppressed because Orange Man bad. We're going to talk about that in the future when there's a little more progression on that. Yeah. We don't like to be mid-news. Yeah. Uh, Hunter B, been watching for years, first time live. Uh, even met you in San Diego randomly in 2019. Question, cool. if CCP fell, hypothetically, would you still cover China or move on to a new topic? Of course we'd cover China. Dude, we're, <laughs> not, we're not just covering China because of that. We have a lot invested in yes. China. You have to understand that. 
Do you think, uh, sorry, Tiananmen Massacre says, do you yeah. think the withdrawal of U.S. troops in Afghanistan will expose China to terrorist attacks? Um, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, return to Orc Monkey. Oh, good. He's back. Thank Fantastic. you. You listened. I'm always interested to learn about different subcultures like Shamatu uh, in China. They're cool, Thank by you the for way. highlighting I, them. I actually really like them. I had never it's heard them. It's pikey as all hell, but I really like yeah. them. Yeah. Jonathan K says, Matt, you are ahead of the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, only by like eight months. Thank you. <laughs> Get low five. Yo, I hope you guys are doing great. Have you visited Ventura and Santa Barbara area? Of course. Um, it's really beautiful up oh, there. Dude. Anyway, yeah. thank you for all that you guys do. I just got my two uh, cheats two, at the clown. Two cheats at the clown. Nice. T-shirt. It's awesome. Thank you. And yes, we, we hang out there quite often. Mm. Uh, Jansa Anfroy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mike Hunt. If, <laughs> you if, said you're, it. if your wives went back to China, we don't answer. We don't answer questions about our wives. Yeah, unfortunately. Minimus Max. Have you either had any motorcycle mishaps while filming ADV China? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, a couple times. Um, of course. I mean, I've never, I've never laid it down. You did. Once, I crashed once, and then I've during, crashed multiple times. I crashed once Southern China, on a trip. You, yeah, you crashed that kind of like, like I don't know that little fall that down on the dirt road. Sure, yeah, I just skidded out. It wasn't yeah, that bad. Yeah. It got a little hurt. Yeah, not, nothing big. No, I broke my knee crashing my motorcycle yeah, in Huizhou. Yeah, those are yeah. very unique circumstances. It was very rainy. Uh above. Mm-hmm. Will you make the video soon about translating pamphlets and propaganda hidden in plain sight in Chinese stories? Stores. Uh, stores. Stores, sorry. Greetings from Germany. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's going to happen one of these days. I just get ticked off when I see it in public, you know, sure. all around California where I go. And if you go to an Asian supermarket and stuff, you quite often see like blatantly, like here's how to break the law. But it's yeah. just written in Chinese and people there is, see it. There is anti-CCB stuff too, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean... I'm not saying that's all that's there, but when no. I see that, it annoys me because sure. just imagine if someone put up a, a a thing in English saying like how to cheat on your taxes, call me, you know, that's right. basically what you see, uh, how to get a fraudulent visa, call sure. me. When you see that kind of stuff, you're like, come on guys, like they're hiding behind a language barrier here that shouldn't be something you hide behind. Right. Everybody should be held to the same standards when you live in a place like America. Sure. You should all follow the law. Thank you, Ikeban. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jansa. Uh, Nina Nagatomi says, this is my very first super chat. Wow. Uh, you guys are awesome. I lived in China for four years and I have mixed feelings about China. I love the people, but I hate the CCP. And thank welcome. you. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. And thank you very much for choosing us for yes. your first super chat. Uh, breaking the seal on us. Mm. Uh, trick, trick, Kai Discofo 13IC. I want to make some buttons and cloth patches to give out and raise awareness. Chinese equals good. Chinese government equals shameless Orwellian Nazis, as you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, KT Ong. Cotton was cringe. Yes. You better push the button. Oh, yeah. Where is that? Okay, wait for it. <laughs> but the way she tried hard to say bounce is worse. Yeah, I, I think bounce is probably worse. Can I can I say something about that? Thanks for reminding me, KT Ong. Um, she, remember she removed the, the cotton video, the cotton yeah. wrap? It's back. Yeah. She it's brought back. it back. She brought it back. It's the most popular video. It is. I don't know why she got rid of it. Like, that's her claim to fame. I know. It's mm. going to blow up. Yep. Um, same person, Trixico13. I'm worried about <laughs> the big X over the Chinese flag will read as anti-Chinese instead of anti-CCP. And I, I also don't think you should do that. No. Any suggestions for symbols or words in Chinese or English that I can use to express solidarity? I think the chat will help you out there. Yeah. There's a lot of Chinese people watching us right yeah. now. So. Yeah. Uh, Davian Grant. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenzin Wangcheng says, stop spreading racist propaganda against China. I urge you all to come to China and see for yourselves. Dude, this is a propaganda playbook. Awesome. Thanks for wasting CCP money on us. Yeah. It is very much advanced and well-regulated. Serpent Zede and his boyfriend are lying for money. 
This is funny. This is a perfect copy paste. Wow. Yeah. Let's uh, break it down quickly. Yeah. So stop spreading racist propaganda against China. There's nothing racist talking about the CCP and its policies and the problems with Chinese society. All right. You got to understand Chinese is not a race. It's a nationality. Okay. I, I, it's, it's kind of weird. I love Asia. I mean, my wife's Asian. She's Chinese, obviously, but I'm enamored with Japan and I'm enamored with uh, South Korea. And I love all Asians Taiwan from all over the world. Indians. It's not about race. And it's interesting how they've tried to put this thing together where if you are critical of the Chinese government or Chinese society, things that are bad in Chinese society, suddenly you're racist. It's kind of like if you were to complain about America's warmongering or something, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're racist against white people. Yeah, that's, that's what that means. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, the same, it's, it's like, exactly so the same you logic. can't criticize, if you criticize Biden, right. suddenly you're racist against white yeah, people. Yeah, if you say, I think Biden should stay yeah. out of the Middle East, right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, now all white people in Europe are also demonized and you yeah. hate them. You see, it's very clever what they've tried to do here. Yeah. And we're going to point it out every time. The Chinese people and Asian people do not equal the Chinese government. No. And they try so hard to do this. That's why they put out these stupid videos trying to call us racist and, racist and stuff. Because it works because in the West. They, they want us to stop criticizing the, the Chinese government. government. That's their end goal. They're and so the insecure problems are, and with weak. Chinese society, that's the thing. There are plenty of big problems which are born from all of the government, yeah. um, you know, Things the government is so insecure. Stuff, yeah. yeah, the government's so insecure and weak that they need to try to shut down two YouTubers by yeah. calling them racist. It's silly. Uh, we've actually had people that support the CCP defend us from that perspective because they think it makes it, their cause look bad. Yeah. I'm not even joking. We've yeah. had some big supporters of the CCP that disagree with us, yeah. but went out there and said, listen, if, if the CCP is going to go out to these despicable tactics to try to take these guys down, yeah. what, what? how bad does that look? Absolutely. Right? The next line says, I urge you all to come to China and see for yourselves. You can't. Now, this is, well, number one, you can't. But number two, this is a part of the propaganda playbook right now. It's part of the new softer approach campaign. Yeah. So it's this idea that if they hedge their bets on the fact that most people are not going to go to China, yeah. then they can use this phrase and be like, you've never been to China. Come and see for yourselves. Now, the lazy thing about Tenzin Wang Cheng, Chen is that he used this against us, somebody that's lived in China for 10 years and 14, 14 years. years. I've been so to China. I've seen it for myself. I can share my experiences. Not only did I see it for myself, I recorded most of it. That's why you can see in our videos so much of daily life in China. When I talk about a problem, I filmed it. So you see, what are you going to do? Like, you're, what are you going to do? Are you going to not believe your lying eyes? I don't understand. Are they trying to say... Sure. I'm more just trying to show yeah, that it's, it's just like It's the, funny, it's but you can't even... Stuff. You can't go to China right no. now. Anyway, uh, so. Cool. Anyway, Tong Chong says made some money in crypto. Uh, congratulations. Wow. Thank you. Uh, stay awesome, guys. Looking forward to Uncensored Playboy Watch Long again. <laughs> yeah. Get Low 5. Uh, DW made a great documentary recently on urban villages in cities in mainland Taiwan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For anyone interested. Great. Yeah. Alexander, uh, anyone, oh, sorry, know about the attempted silencing of the miracle drug uh, Ivermectin? Seems very efficacious as both treatment and preventative. Go to COVID-19 critical care website if interested. Sounds sounds like it could be snake oil too. Yeah, I, I mean, I heard about it, but it wasn't fully backed by most or all organizations. Oh, okay. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? You've got to be very careful when you're trying to recommend any kind of cure sure. to anything. Subtarsi yeah. Sengupta, glad to have you guys back. If your you. time in the PRC, have you come across any powerful female CCP politician? Yes. No, I have not. Oh, I have uh, one. I wouldn't say 
It, it, she was well, regionally powerful. She was a judge, the one that yeah. bragged about executing all the sure. drug addicts. How about that? And then everyone clapped. How about that uh, police investigator that came into yes, our right. freaking hotel room you're that right. tried to get us detained? Uh, yeah. Why are there so few women in leadership in Beijing? Social stigma against women leaders. Very chauvinist society. Yeah, chauvinist society, yeah. Uh, for the most part. David Newfield says TCM speeds recovery from mild COVID um, from... One to five, one one point five weeks down to seven to seven days, which is the same. Yeah, if you the same pick thing, up yeah absolutely. Uh, Jennifer in California, thanks for sharing your perspectives, backed by real personal experiences. Keep it up, guys. Thank All you. Right, we'll continue Appreciate in a second. That. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our Wumao corner. Okay, which is when we talk about kind of hate and uh, attacks that we've had and things, but this time it's kind of a funny one. And uh, imagine that it's actually going to involve our snake oil salesman. Believe it. Yeah, or not. a little callback here. So let's bring this up. This is great stuff. Okay. Remember, remember everybody that a while ago we made a video on ADV China called There Are No Birds in China. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean there are zero birds no. in China. It's just it's kind of like a, when, when you go somewhere like, oh, there's nothing fun to do in this town. It doesn't mean that. There no. are fun things to right. do. It's just it's a very small sure. percentage. Correct. So it, The comparison is, compared to the average country you will go to, you'll yeah. see far fewer birds Look, in China. Look, even if you just go into Hong Kong, which is right over the yeah, border from see a Shenzhen, lot more birds. I remember being shocked because you go sit down at a cafe or something and you got finches landing on your table and stuff, yeah. and it's like, wait, what's going on? It's shocking. You will notice a drastic drop in birds. In fact, yes. they're almost absent in the cities, right. and you have to really look hard. Meanwhile, where we live here in Southern California, we've got hummingbirds and we've got I got hawks in my tree, and I ran into. I literally stood two feet in front of a hawk the other day. Yeah, it shocked me. I was like, "What the heck?" No, I mean, it's just like you cannot look anywhere without seeing birds. Is what I'm saying. So you get used to it, but when you go to China, you don't. So our favorite snake oil salesman posts this picture on Twitter, and he (laughs) he 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 adds, "Okay, what does he what does he do?" He says, "Um, "Okay." Oh, by the way, these guys can't speak Chinese, they so can't. this is where the, the humor comes in. Hashtag no birds in China. This is like a gotcha moment yeah. for them, right? Yeah. So my reply to him was, lol, those doves don't count you, bellend. They're bred, domesticated, and trained to be part of the tourist experience. You can buy food to feed them. You can't see? Show me the wild birds, not artificially placed ones. So let me and, tell you what happened after this. Yeah, sure. A bunch of people came in there and they're like, what are you talking about? These are these are wild birds. Yeah. So, Look, it even says, don't feed the birds on the sign. Well, I mean, no, that's the thing. I came at him because right in the picture, there's a little <laughs> box that's been placed down there temporarily because this is kind of like a, a little money-making mm-hmm. scheme. So Tim, learn to read Chinese, you moron. It, moron. it literally says right there, you're not allowed to feed them with food you brought along with you. You need to buy food to feed it, uh, to feed them, you dolt. It's like saying there are wild elephants in New York because the circus is in town, Bellend. Okay, and let's see the picture. Yeah, let's let's uh, go forward a little bit here. Um, so this says, Yeah. If you, I mean, if you're gonna go after someone, yeah, especially on Twitter or something with a pic with photographic evidence, you'd think you'd try to i mean i know he doesn't read chinese even though yeah. he's been in china for like 6000 years you know well, yes. he's a corpse yes, but anyway the, when he yeah, when he was resurrected whenever yeah whenever he was resurrected <laughs> yeah, from sure. his his tutton common yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway so hey luck story short you'd think you'd go and look around to make sure you're not fucking up yeah, yeah. but unfortunately what this actually translates to is you're forbidden from not only feeding the birds you're forbidden from feeding the birds your own food that, that you, you brought, brought along with you 
So which means this is set up, and we, we suspect on the bottom it says uh, how much, yeah, uh, it's too blurry, how much, yeah, we can't but it says like how much a bag of food costs. This whole thing is set up. Well, actually, I'm going to take it back to the original picture. Sorry, sure. go through. In the original picture, you can actually see the man, um, and he's in yeah, the... Yeah, he's scooping the food. He? He's, he's up there. Yeah, yeah. You can see like a cardboard box, and he's got what looks like a, a, a shopping basket on top and he's the one who's giving out the feed so you had people like nah, uh it's just like in new york where they say don't feed the birds okay so then explain to me why everyone is feeding the birds yeah so you can say oh okay well fair enough i mean people still feed the birds in new york city the most important is the language that mm. says don't feed the birds the food you brought by the now, way these are house pigeons yeah no th these are domesticated pigeons and you can see all the little children are feeding the birds around there and their parents are there taking photos and whatnot that's because it's a touristy thing it's a money-making thing you buy a little little bit of bird food and you feed it to them okay and you take photos so if you're going to say this means don't feed the birds it just shows you how disorderly chinese society is that nobody listens to the rules it's not that of course you can feed the birds you pay people right there it's literally a money-making scheme it is but so this is the proof that there are wild birds in china yeah. oh, this is the hawk i ran into yeah. the other okay, day okay but just just to to um uh, get past this whole thing when you see a don't feed the birds uh sign or don't feed the animals sign in chinese it's different it doesn't say don't this is ginger to way so that mm -hmm. means don't feed yeah. Don't feed the animals, right? Yeah. It doesn't say don't feed the animals your own brought food from home. Yeah, it just says don't <laughs> feed them. Don't, yeah, exactly. So it does, that, that sign there doesn't mean don't feed the birds. It means don't feed the, the, the birds your own food. You have to buy the food from us to feed it to them. This, by the way, this hawk was massive. The thing, yeah. it was like up to my waist. It yeah. was huge. Yeah. It's amazing. But we see so many cool birds here, even in LA. I know, it's crazy. Um, like I was saying, you just see, I've got a hummingbird feeder out back and the hummingbirds come in there. But the, the fun part about all this was the people that came to um, the defense. <laughs> okay, let's look at what they showed. Okay, my balcony, the birthplace of two dove chicks exactly one month ago. Okay, doves. Just, yeah, here we go. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay, now someone else sent another picture as proof. Let's see. Again, that's what a surprise. It's the exact same thing. It's the domesticated doves, pigeons, whatever you want house to call pigeons, them. House pigeons, yeah. House pigeons over there that they've got where you can feed them. And there you can see the kids feeding them and getting photos taken. It's the exact same thing. It's a thing. When you go to a kind of a touristy area in China, whether it be a shopping mall or a tourist square, you have these trained doves, which you can then go buy food to feed them. There was this, I, we forgot to put it in the YouTube video. There's this guy, I can't remember what city he's in, but he's in China, a foreigner. I think he's American or something. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you, ADV China or whatever. And he's like, yeah. look at these birds. And he shows like this pinned off square of yeah. house pigeons. It's house pigeons as yeah. well. It's the same thing that what you're seeing here. So then now these guys are obviously, now they're on hardcore. We got to prove that there are birds in China. I'm going to go out and look for it. So somebody yeah. goes out and... Um, Tries to Remember the one YouTuber that went out to like 6 a.m. to a nature preserve? Yeah, to drive by. <laughs> so wait, here, yeah, I know. Here's a video. Someone thing. from his balcony is like, I'm going to show you guys. <laughs> Look at these three pigeons <laughs> on top of a roof. We made people go and spend it's, their time to go do Look this. at he's zooming in on three <laughs> pigeons. Okay. All right. Fair play. You found some of the pigeons probably escaped from one of those like feeding petting zoo things. Uh, and then God, another guy is like one? a sparrow, a common bird in China. He's got one solitary sparrow. This poor thing's lost. Okay. 
ambling around in the middle of his like field or whatever it's just you can't make this up it's wow it's it's ridiculous i love it is this is this the 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 insecurity yeah i mean the people are going out and they're like holy shit i saw a sparrow i better film this so that i can prove that there are birds in china this one solitary sparrow hang on a second there are three doves on that roof quickly get the phone out zoom in ha i see i told you there are birds in china come on guys you can't understand that there's a little nuance to this when somebody says there are no birds in China, we don't mean zero. We mean it's very hard to find birds in China. And all the birds that they're using as examples are freaking pigeons. It's like showing rats to say that we've got a wildlife preserve. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on, guys. We should charge people. We should like start leaving food out so we get rats yeah, and, and ants. Yeah, just be like, look, look at this petting zoo. It's just rats <laughs> and, and ants. ants. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. Mom, um, get the camera. Yeah, exactly. Look, there's a rat. Oh, nice empty Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, anyway, so we just thought we'd put that out there Sorry. for some fun. Yeah. Um, Keep the bird hunts up, guys. We, we love it. Yeah. Sorry um, to waste your time. Let's hit, let's hit a couple of super chats sure. and we'll move on to the yeah. next one. Yeah. Um, I watch, sorry, Sam, Sam M says, I watch left-wing YouTube shows and Wuma have been all over any discussion about COVID oranges, uh, origins, I almost said oranges. Yeah. Fellow left-winger seems susceptible to their BS and don't seem to realize how should we respond? Well, it's very simple. I mean, it, this is a bipartisan issue at this point. Thankfully, yeah. the toxicity of, of, uh, partisan politics in the U S has damaged the, the lab leak, uh, research. Yeah. But in the background, it's probably always been happening. And what you have to realize is that leftists, you know, ultra, I should say ultra leftists, um, would be susceptible to things that go against a a Western narrative in general. Yeah. And the easy way to combat that is just let the research come out. I mean, it's not partisan. There's no, you don't have to follow any sort of politician. Right. Right. Winston and I support different politicians. So we also agree that it, it is most likely from a lab leak. It has nothing to do with what we believe on the political spectrum. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, show them us. Just, just common sense. And that's the thing from the beginning is, why would people so vehemently dismiss this idea? That's the thing. It, it, there's motivations behind it because China's trying to save face. Why would the outbreak of this coronavirus occur right on the doorstep of a, a virology, a virology lab, lab that studies those coronaviruses and modifies them? I mean... You've got to at least, like, you just have to at least with common sense say that could be a possibility. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen anywhere else. It didn't break out. Oh, oh but you forget else. that you, you, uh, China has convinced everyone yeah. in China. Obviously, there's smart people there, but sure. has convinced the general public that it did originate in the US yeah. with, with zero proof. Yeah. Right? No, so. exactly. Anyway, uh, anyway, it's ridiculous. Uh, oh, the Wuma's back. Oh, what did he have uh, to say? Tenzin Wangcheng. Kind of love when Wuma's pop in here because they're yeah. wasting their money. He's actually giving can- Canadian dollars. He's probably in a VPN, to be honest. Oh, no. He's probably one of those um, parachute kids in Canada. Oh, uh, could be. Could yeah. be. Very um, possibly. Like- again, know a lot of very good uh, first-generation Chinese immigrants to Canada that are awesome. Of course. But you also get all the, the horrible, like, official CCP officials offspring. Oh, yeah. They I mean, they're, there. they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, my entire family uses traditional Chinese medicine, and my grandpa is 90 with no issues. Oh, yeah, my grandpa's 94 and is smarter than I am. Mm-hmm. While well, your Western medicine gives dementia. Lol. <laughs> this is some weak shit, It's dude. funny. But it's, it's good. Funny. This is good Look, stuff. and like I said, if you believe in TCM, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying no. that you cannot say it's a cure for COVID. Somebody, you know, yeah. I think this guy may be a follower of somebody that we know quite well, because this next one kind of gives it mm-hmm. away. He also sent another $5. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. See you. Uh, it's very sus that the Uyghur genocide, and he put that in quotations, comes from only one source. Guys, Google up Adrian Zenz. 
typical CIA propaganda. Well, okay. I'm first of all, that's that's bullshit. We know. <laughs> We personally actually wow. know Uyghur activists, yeah. so yeah. it's not one source, it's multiple it's people who lots. are Uyghurs who escaped from that situation. Yeah. <laughs> we know people who lived there, we know people, it's not one source, okay? It's not Not one. just activists, Uyghurs that aren't even speaking out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the exactly. people we've talked to are in contact with people that don't even want to give out information. Sure. Uh, you have no idea that how big this is. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Dan, Move on. Yeah, Dan Cacciatore. With regard to the shills, uh, thank you, Dan, by the way. Very generous. Yeah, very generous. Thank you so uh, much. Whether celebrities or expats for China, World War II General George S. Patton Jr. said, moral courage is most valuable and usually the most absent characteristic in men. Excuse yes. Me. Yeah, I would agree it's, with It's you. very true. And that's another thing that you have to remember is that when you do get a Chinese dissident or somebody in China who speaks up and speaks to power, I've said this so many times, they have so much courage. You have no idea how difficult it is, the amount of sacrifice that they need to uh, you know, do in order to speak out. Yeah. Because everybody who's grown up in a, in a Western civilization or in, in an out, country outside of a communist authoritarian kind of regime, they're used to being able to talk shit about their government without sure. any repercussions. They're used to this kind of freedom of speech thing where you can insult someone and expect that nothing's going to happen to you. I mean, it's different if you're in a bar or something, but I'm just saying people are kind of used to this. So when you see a Chinese person criticize the CCP, you think, oh, good for him. He's doing the right thing. But you don't realize what a huge risk that person yeah. is taking, yeah. just how much courage it takes and how much sacrifice, because not only is he putting himself in danger, he's putting his entire family in danger. Right. Right. To do that is almost impossible. And we face the same dilemma very often because, you know, we know that what we do has repercussions on friends and family, and it's tough. It's incredibly tough. But as a Chinese person, it's worse. So please, when you do see people speaking out, when you do see Chinese dissidents, and they go out, go out there and they talk about the Tiananmen Square massacre, or they go out there and they talk about human rights abuses and stuff, treat them with respect because they deserve it. Correct. Um... Daniel Wilcox says, mm. I remember from the very beginning your blogs on the WHO and where the CCP began. Now all of a sudden Dr. Fauci's lies in the last year is catching up with him. WHO and China, thanks for the truth. That's all we're here for. The truth will out, you know, yeah. that's the thing. It always does. Yeah, and it, unfortunately people think it's a good band-aid to lie in the beginning mm. uh, like China constantly does and look what happens. Mm. Uh, Wing 83, any chance of Malaysia or some other nations, Asian nations, shoot down some Chinese planes? Absolutely not. No. Nope. Uh, for invading their air space or sink some ships for stealing, stealing their fish. Maybe Vietnam, Maybe. Uh, definitely Taiwan. Mm. Um, I would say Malaysia, absolutely not. I don't think the Malaysian government is particularly friendly to China, but a problem is, is a huge chunk of their population is sympathetic to the CCP, the Chinese yeah. nationals there. Yeah, it's tough, you know, and you don't want to engage in a conflict You'd like piss that them because off. that would basically spark off the next yeah, world yeah, war. Sure. You know, you don't want to be that person. No. Koala1203, thank you. David Pay, hey, YouTube, I need your help. You are YouTube, right? You're also American. Please tell me why. There are so many woomas on YouTube. Remember yeah. that? Remember that, Shill? Yeah. From yeah. my video. Yep. Hey, TikTok, I need your help. You're Chinese, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Venom Bane, I'm thinking of taking a trip to China once they're fully back opened up. Is your opinion, is it safe for a foreigner to go to China? Sure. I yeah. mean, once they're back they up, as just a tourist and as somebody who wants to go, I think it's totally fine. Yeah, keep your if, head down. If you're outspoken like we are, no, not a chance. It'd be a stupid thing to do. But for Correct. the average Joe, you can go have fun and visit. But, you know, just remember to keep your head down and don't do anything that draws too much attention to you when it comes to politics and things like that. Right. Koala1203 says the mayor of Budapest should rename one more street near the Chinese University as Tiananmen Square, 1989 Street. Maybe yes. he did. 
Uh, Tenzin Wang Cheng. Wang Cheng is the uh, Wu Mao. He's back. Thank you oh. so much. Uh, average Indian height is five foot six. Well, it's five foot nine for China. So Chinese are stronger. It makes sense why more Indians lost the fight. Wow! Wow! Now isn't that racist over there? Well, what do you expect? I mean, that's, you guys want to see actual problem. racism? Yeah, actual racism. Take a look, look. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll just get some Gurkhas to come say hi. Black Halo 6, bro spent his paycheck on that. <laughs> yeah. He did. Jason JK, thank you very much. Big Willia, uh, 21207. I'm sure you mentioned it, but I had to comment. Earlier podcast years mentioned the state of Chinese hospitals. Uh, so when the report of three sick employees going to the hospital causing the lab leak came out, it made sense. And it absolutely does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. in L, you should try showing real life footage proofs of everything that you discuss, like Uyghur camps. Will be hard to do in balance, but we will have enormous effect on people new to the channel. Yeah, we could. I mean, there's tons of stuff out there. Yep. We're just we're not really covering it right now. We just you guys are mentioning it in, in super chat, so we can't pull stuff up live. Sure. A lot of people think this live show we can just like randomly pull stuff up. This is we can't. Tough. We it's can't a bit do tough. That. Yeah, we prepare uh, our materials just before the show usually because we want to keep it bleeding edge up to sure. date. You know. David Pay again says um, you won't get arrested in Israel for criticism. They rate 70 out of 100 on the freedom scale. By the way, okay. Tong Fan. And thank you. Sheldon Cox says, CCP be like, we have a low birth rate and everything is more expensive. Two children isn't enough. We need a solution. Three children. Yeah, that is something that's, it's crazy. It's like, uh, it's last minute and it happens a lot in China when, you know, things are put off and it's due to procrastination. Yeah. This is why we see a lot of issues happen in China is because people just... The, to, in order to save face, they would rather not deal with a certain yes. problem. And so Sweep things are just pushed, pushed, pushed. You know, like they'll sign off on something to say, yeah, it was inspected. That elevator was inspected. Just get out of here. Just continue on. And then eventually when something crops up, it's like, hang on a second. Because he didn't maintain that elevator, it dropped down and it killed somebody. All of a sudden, all elevators need to be inspected in the town. It's yes. just the way it goes. It's There's always a knee-jerk reaction. And this is a knee-jerk reaction to the one-child policy not working out. Yeah, correct. It's going to be a demographic collapse, by the way. Very bad implications. In Hot Water says, how many more monsoons can the Three Gorges Dam take? Hopefully infinite, so people don't die. Yeah, we don't want um, that to fail, by the way, if anyone thinks that's the case. That's what it sounds like it's implying. Yeah. Uh, FK, DJ, blah, 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 blah. not wanting to cover a story because needing more info. I love this. Here's $50. More people need to think this way. And that's how Thanks. we operate. We do not knee-jerk jump on things no. unless we fully understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netlux TV. Some love from a very long-time fan. By the way, nearly every person I meet lately where the topic of China comes up knows you guys already, especially in SoCal. Awesome. That's That's great. Thank you. In hot water in Austin, Texas, on your bikes for a podcast possible? Absolutely possible. Everything is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Alexandra Mora, Serpent Zed, I agree with you. Lao86 is a peasant for not liking tea. We Portuguese brought it to England. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just life. I don't, I don't judge it. I just don't like the taste. you got to put the That's kettle okay. on for a cuppa, you know? Yeah. The entire British Empire was built on tea. It's funny because you actually, they might think you're like that, but you don't even drink tea. <laughs> Occasionally, I do. <laughs> Skelly Bones. He doesn't drink tea. I Skelly do occasionally. <laughs> I've never seen you drink tea. Yeah. Skelly Bones. Have you guys responded? You, sorry, you know, my, my dad once tried to convince me that the best thing to do on a hot day is drink a... F- Take a flask of hot tea. Your dad? Yeah. At what, some is he point, Chinese? I, I don't know. I don't know why this happened, but this is a very long. It's just it's a it's a memory from my childhood, and I was real thirsty, and so my dad had this flask of hot tea, and you know just tea with milk kind of mixed in a flask. You can imagine huh. that, right? Really hot, like piping hot. And he's like, it had one of those little lids that you yeah, pop yeah, off. Yeah, You know, so like the little cup you used to have a handle. He's like, drink this, and I'm like, it's hot. I want to. He's like. 
the best way to quench your thirst on a hot day is to drink hot tea. I'm like, what's going on? He only did that once. Oh, okay. I think it was Maybe an excuse. I think it was an excuse because he didn't have like any water oh, or anything. Okay. But I was like, are you kidding? Me? I was about to say that is the most Chinese thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Absolutely. But, and I love you, Mr. Sturzel. It's just, yeah, wow, it's, that's crazy stuff. I have this friend as well. And this guy's a little bit of an artist, right? Um, and... I used to go over to his place and he loved teas, full on British, you know, because in South Africa, you get quite a mix. This guy's like more British than a British person. So he'd sit there and he'd mix a pot of tea all the time and always make fun of him because, you know, it'd be my turn to go. We'd be messing around on computers and like he'd go make the tea or I'd go make the tea because, you know, we used to drink tea and mess around on computers. It sounds very lame. OK, but yeah, that's between it's when we weren't drinking beer and being drunk and messing around on computers. That's, anyway, that can be lame, too. Yeah, it can. It's possible. Not normally, but anyway, the thing is, uh, so whenever I'd go make the tea, he's like, you didn't let it draw enough. And I'd be like, come on, man, what is it? An artist like you, what is it going to do? Draw a portrait? He's like, he used to get so pissed off at that for some reason. I did it every time and it never got old. Yeah, because he'd have to, he'd sit there and put like six or seven tea bags in a, in a pot, you know, with hot water yeah. and let it draw. And that was his thing. It's like, we're going to let the tea draw. Does he want to get high? Um, <laughs> you just wanted more caffeine, you know. Well, no, it's the flavor. It's all about the flavor. Oh, okay. You know, you just used. It's uh, gonna be caffeine as well. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, it'll always be tea and tea and biscuits. Anyway, this is the most boring conversation. Absolutely, ever. but yeah, boring conversation anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's continue. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I, I think it's a good insight. Scrant and viewers <laughs> went up, so apparently you guys love talking about gosh darn tea. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good topic. Scranton Beats. When I lived in Taiwan ten years ago, there was an electronic subculture of Taika. I know Taika. I used to live in Taiwan. Very similar to Shamata. Yeah. Very very similar to Shamata. I actually forgot to make that that. Uh, I wonder if it's actually it probably influenced. probably stole it from Taiwan. Yeah, because you see that a lot. A lot of subcultures yeah. from Korea and yep. Japan and stuff gets get taken over in China, but always like ten years too late. Scranton Beats, you may have just like uncovered this entire thing. Yeah, it's probably Taika. Probably Taika. Mm. Uh, Rum Runner, ignore the fake Tibetan Tenzin. Oh yeah, he claims oh, he's Tenzin, Tibetan. Yeah, yeah. I'm American. I speak more Tibetan than he does. Nice. By the way, visit uh, Dharam Shala, India, when you can. Okay. Saptarshi Singupta, Tenzin is ironic using a Tibetan name. Right. Lol. Uh, David M, I'm riding. Ninja's only 300cc, but it can move. Yeah. They're coming out with the 400, eh? Yeah. Uh, can't wait to go to Taiwan. Thanks for the bike videos. You got it. Alexander, how's your knee after the doctor pushed the kneecap back into place? Don't remind me. Sounds horrific. Let's uh, do one more. It's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty bad. It still hurts. Sometimes. Mike Huter, slowly recover. Oh, thank you very much, Mike. Oh, that's very, very, nice. very, very generous as usual. Thank you. Uh, slowly recovering from my bad Daniel Dumble dumbbell induced eye roll headache. Cheers, guys. Glad I made the live show today. Should probably change it to Dumb Shill, to be honest. Dumb Shill is probably the best name. You I think you with. could probably do that, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, let's move on to Worldview, where we talk about what's happening in the world, specifically with regards to China. Mm -hmm. Now, guys, um, Tiananmen Square massacre anniversary is coming up tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, Today in Chinese time. So. Yeah. yeah. So we just wanted to take this time to remember this massive event. And this was a turning point for China. And this is where China could have gone uh, one way. It's where it they didn't. made the decision. Yeah. It could have gone one way and it was looking very promising, but it went the other way. Okay. And this is the result of what happened. China went into... Uh, a terrible dark period and uh, it was opening up and things were looking good and then it kind of got shut down and it kind of went into a dark period again and it slowly opened up again and we're seeing kind of history repeat itself mm -hmm. but uh, we just wanted to 
show a couple of iconic photos of the sure. protesters who wanted freedom. And um, I, w- I wanted to a- answer a question that we get all the time. Sure. And that is, what does the average Chinese person in China think of the Tiananmen Square massacre? So uh, we've probably addressed this before, but originally no one even knew about it. Okay. Mm. Nowadays, people think because it's blocked, because it's censored, um, they don't know the sacrifice that the students gave. Sure. These thousands, upwards of 10,000 students that were murdered by mm. the Chinese government. Yep. Um, they don't know about the sacrifice because it was because it was censored, right? Yeah. A lot of people do know about it now. And what the Chinese government has done, they t- took a different approach. Instead of denying it happened, they do downplay the numbers. But they victim blame. Vi- they victim blame. They said these were just a bunch of crazy students. So the, one of the most heartbreaking things you can hear from young Chinese people that know this mm-hmm. is that they will look at these photos and say these are crazy dissidents. Bad people. Bad. Pe- they were bad people. That's what yeah. you often hear. Is they're just why done. Yeah. So they're just people that would stir shit stirs basically, yeah. and they they didn't care about China. They didn't care about anything. They were losers. Yeah, selfish losers. Right. They don't. They ignore the fact that you know a huge population of them were very educated. Mm-hmm. Um, and inspired to to want dem- democratic change for China. Yeah. Um, so it'll break your heart to hear that, and unfortunately, that's the, the way narrative has gone. But that doesn't mean that we can't remember the sacrifice that they gave for Absolutely. China and yeah. the world. That's that's something that you said. It is heartbreaking because yeah. the narrative I saw it shift as I stayed in Me China too. longer and longer. Like you said, from people not knowing that it existed yeah. to people defending the, what the government did, saying that it's good that they put these protesters down because these protesters were just causing trouble and they and they were killing military personnel and they Mm. were you know destroying you know the the buildings and everything and And china was on an upwards path and they were trying to make it bad yeah and they were trying to let in the americans and let in western powers exactly so you'll actually honestly you'll see in private conversations with some of the people that we've we brought up before yeah um some of the shill type people they they also defend it yeah um it's a net positive for them Mm-hmm. And it's disturbing. It's very disturbing. Right? Yeah. Well, we did want to shed some light on something you can do mm-hmm. um, if you're in the California area. Oh, yes. Uh, now, we actually have a video which is called, what, China's going to hate what we, we found, found in, in the, the desert. desert. Very viral, actually. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, and we found something in the desert, which did. is really cool on a motorcycle trip. It's the Yermo uh, Liberty Sculpture Park. Now, this has been set up by some, you know, Tiananmen Square victims, dissidents, that yep. kind of thing. Chinese and, people. Chinese people, set up by Chinese people. And it's basically a tract of desert land. It's really like to get there is a bit of a trick. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and it's on the way to Vegas. Yeah. It's still in California. Yeah, just before. Yermo. Yermo, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. It's such a name. It is a name. And what they do is they set up sculptures there. They've got a Tiananmen Square. They've got a Tank Man sculpture. They've got a it's really cool. 64, you know, 64. I like it. in that Kami font. Yeah, um, you know, to remember the Tiananmen Square massacre. And they've set up a new thing, the CCP virus. It just got virus. finished today. Yeah. Okay. So that's a picture of Xi Jinping as a coronavirus with death. And Chinese people set this up in the desert this because... Is, Chinese people did this, by the way, so don't try to say it's racist oh, or something. Don't even get out it's of here. It's Chinese people shit. set it this does, up it doesn't even for matter. Chinese people for CC, the world. CCP virus is correct. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Chinese people set this up for a reason, and that is to commemorate, just like it's next to the Tiananmen Square monuments. Mm-hmm. So that's a 6-4 thing. They set this up to commemorate the victims of the coronavirus worldwide, not just yeah. in China, but worldwide. Yeah. Uh, because it is the, in general, the fault of the Chinese government. Yeah. Um, so if you want to show your support, they're going to have a vigil there tomorrow. If you read the dates, tomorrow, there. yeah, I'll say I'll just read the whole message. Sure. It says, dear Miss Mister, hopefully this message finds you well. We sincerely invite you to visit the Liberty Sculpture Park at 5 p.m. on June the 4th, 2021, to commemorate the 32nd memorial of June 4th, 
Tiananmen Democracy Movement. We also celebrate the groundbreaking for a new memorial hall of the victims of communism. The Honorable Congressman and Co-Chairman of Congressional Tom Lantos Human Rights Commission, Republican Chris Smith, will attend and speak at the event. Event contacts Bob Fu is 267-265-6087. Jane Kim is 425-535-8869. But, sorry, I think rep means representative. By oh, way. rep. It's not Republican? <laughs> I don't think so. What are, yeah, representative. Yeah. Sorry, you see, that shows you how much I know sure. about American politics. Just didn't want to make this partisan. Okay, yeah. so representative. I, this is not political I, at all. I, yeah, anyway, I apologize. Um, Anyway, you can see there's a couple more numbers you can call here. They're all Chinese yeah. names. It's been set up by Chinese people. The link's down below. Yeah, the link is down below. And uh, I guess they're unveiling the uh, virus sculpture. A bunch of our friends will be there. Yes. Um, our job, what we can do instead of, we went, we've done our piece there, but we would have gone there, but there are certain reasons that we cannot go tomorrow. But that being said, our job here is to put it out there for you guys. It's very simple why we can't go, yeah. because we can't let people know our movements. There yes. are, the CCP is trying to shut us down through their dastardly shills and through, you know, it's any happened, means It's necessary. happened before. We just, it's we happened before. We cannot let people know, oh, we're going to no. be here at this time, right. at this place. So that's why we won't be there. It's happened before mm. and it's not something we wish to repeat. Yeah. So guess what, though? We are totally in support of this. And yes. if you have... Our friends will be there. If you can make it to this tomorrow... Mm-hmm. Show your support. PM. Show your support for the survivors of of the Tiananmen, the Tiananmen Square. Square massacre, and also to show your support for the people that died of coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. And the victims of communism and the CCP. Show your support for your Chinese brethren. Brethren, everyone there is going to be able to speak English. It's not just people coming from China. No, it is Chinese dissidents. But you should sh- uh, show your support as well. Absolutely. So if you can, we do have friends that are going there that will yes. be sending us photos and stuff. So we'll be able to Video. show you kind of how it went down if you can't make it. But uh, if you can get there. Go show some support. Yeah, I fully agree. Yeah. And we endorse this message. Yeah, we do. 100% endorse that message. Cool. Cool. Uh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Questions and answers. You got to do your little... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. do we have something else? I, uh, no, you just That's left it. a very long blank just piece at the end. You just did it, though. I'm just saying, okay, now it's time for questions and answers where we answer your questions and you question our answers. Okay, let's get through. We, we rarely have too many left. We so. rarely have people questioning our answers, but when you sure. do, we love it. Yeah. Like, I don't actually know. Don't ever question our narrative. <laughs> uh, Mu Wow Big Green. You okay. retracted your message, so... Okay. Oh, thank you very Thank much. you. Wing083, uh, what do you think is the best way to make your tea? He doesn't drink tea. No, de- definitely you. put the milk in the cup first, okay? Because I, I like milk with my tea. It's got to be a little bit. I, I prefer English breakfast tea. I'm not one of those old gray guys or, you know, whatever, know prince this and that and the next <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? I, it sounds posh and everything, but basically just any old uh, sort of English breakfast tea. Milk first, throw the tea bag in the cold milk. Because it's the pikey way to do it. Uh, Throw okay. your hot water in there. Let it let it draw. Or I was gonna steep. say if, if you're gonna have anything, it's gonna be the quickest and easiest mm. way to do it. And no no sugar. Oh no sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like sugar and stuff. Yeah, either. and that's that's how you do it. Cool. Okay. Fair enough. I, what about a lactose intolerant person like myself? I can probably get almond milk. Oh, I I do drink almond milk. There we go. Yeah. So or just without coconut milk. milk's good too. Yeah. Might be kind of refreshing. <laughs> Uh, Rum Runner, what do you think of John Cena's bootlicking? You mean John Cena? Yeah. His movie bombed in China regardless. Hashtag no, karma. didn't. It got it's massive not... amounts of the, the box office. 125 million it's or actually, something? It's actually lower than average. Oh, okay. Yeah. Surprised. Who would have thought the ninth Fast and Furious movie wouldn't do well? <laughs> Who's watching that? 
I don't Who's know, watching man. that? Same people are watching. As term- car guys, I've got to say that it's kind of disappointing because it just gets more and more outlandish. The last one that I try to watch, I only watched the first. No, had, I watched the first two. Had some ridiculous things about them f- flying cars and jumping over submarines and weird. I don't know. They always come up with some random thing. Which, okay, let's put a car in a scene. What can we do? Make it do next? I don't know. Put it underwater. I don't know. Put uh, it in the okay. sky. Put it in a tree. All Whatever. Remember- as long as there's a car in it, people are gonna watch it. You know. I I always thought it was just a huge ad for Corona beer. Yeah. I feel like it was like, Vinny's going like, family. And he's like drinking Corona remember beer. Remember our friends in, uh, in, in Guangdong, the motorcycles? Oh, they love that shit, didn't they? Yeah, that's the thing, though. I, I thought that was charming when they invited us to their yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. But they only served Corona, and they kept playing that um, See You Again song because uh, Paul Walker just died. And remember, they kept saying that if you look at me from a certain angle, I look like Paul Walker. So they Walker. put it on for you. No, that's all they do. Yeah. That Fast and the Furious is their culture. Yes. It's their subculture. Yes. Remember we talked about, like, in the beginning mm. of this, this episode, that this, yeah. they lean all in. Yeah. If you're going to be riding bicycles, you're wearing that spandex and that flip hat. Yeah. All the time. Oh, that's always. you now. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean... Uh, bless their hearts though I love bless their guys. hearts I love, love, love the guys, guys. I just think it's very funny they that... certainly gave us a lot of corona that night sheesh oh, absolutely mm. sheesh alright yeah. um, J-Man nice guy 1492 says I miss Guan Chi Corner roll Guan Chi oh, Corner oh yeah Wait, we got a little Guan Chi Corner I think I may have taken oh, that out crap I'm sorry I, no I mean roll I still, something I still, else I still, give him a cotton what is that uh, okay we'll give you a little give him a, give him a two sessions as well okay manners okay, sorry about that I'll bring it back I'll bring it back um so he says, I wanted to ask, in China, are there wedding engagement rings common? Yes, nowadays. Yes, yes. Uh, my Chinese girlfriend doesn't know what an engagement ring is. What? What? No, that's, that's a lot. That's line. something you'll she's hear about to, constantly. She's probably just trying to like save your bank yeah. accounts and your feelings. Or she's trying to say afterwards when, when uh, he doesn't get her one, she's like, I was just trying to be polite. <laughs> you, know, you know what I found quite interesting the other day is my wife and I, we uh, celebrated our anniversary. Like, you yeah, know. he said, I did notice your wives wear rings. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the thing is, we celebrated our anniversary, and I was like, okay, and you know, so like, oh, it's five year anniversary, and she's like, no, it's not five, it's six years. I'm like, no, here we go. Because, well, I mean, here's the thing, like, I'll be completely honest with you, I'm really bad with dates, so I knew my anniversary is coming up, and I'm like, holy crap, what day is it? I don't know. So I actually had to, I had to go dig up my marriage certificate, and then I could see the day, and I'm like, okay, now I know, you know, saved, and I put it in my calendar, so I'll never forget, and it reminds me constantly. Anyway, so the thing is. I, I knew the date now, so I could say it exactly. Because, you know, I was also not sure. Is it five years? Is it six? Is it four years? What no, no, it's five years. I double-checked. You know, because sometimes you lose track of times. Yeah. You know, even the most important things. I forgot my own birthday once, okay? Just how it goes, all right? Yeah, I remember I my, that, actually. I forgot my parents' birthdays, and I do this yeah. a lot. So, yeah, anyway. Um, not to say it's not important, but, you know. So, the thing is, she's like, no, it's six years. I'm like, no, it's five. It's according to our marriage certificate. It's like, no, that's just paper, you know? That's just a paper. It's not as important as like the engagement. Like when you get engaged to get married, at least to her, not saying it's all Chinese people, that means that you're now pretty much married. You know what I mean? So that's, it's, it starts from there. Yeah, to, to sum up what you said, is very important. And he yeah. said his girlfriend doesn't want an engagement ring. She sounds awesome, dude. Cherish her. <laughs> Cherish her. I, I sold my CB400 to buy my engagement ring. 
back in the day. I yeah. can't. I can't even bring up my story. It's too. No, it's the, too bad. Yeah, it's you know you got to understand, yeah. especially back then when I when I got married, I was poor as dirt. I was pretty poor. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's how it works. Not that we're wealthy now. But no, a lot but I could have. I could have not had to sell my prized yes. motorcycle yeah. to buy an engagement yeah. ring. Is what I'm saying. Because we we say totally worth it. By the way, totally worth of it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway yeah. uh, Subtarsha Sengupta, irony because most of the soldiers who fought the PLA in June 2020 were Indo-Tibetan border police, ethnic Tibetans who worked for the Indian Army. So he's fighting against the Wuma. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, don't worry, Subtarsha, we know, we know that guy's full of shit. Don't yeah. worry. He's just a fake He's just Tibetan. out of pr- press buttons, you know. Yes. Meanwhile, Big Green says, Great doc, China's vanishing Muslims on Vice YouTube. Actually, a great video. I love that video. Uh, footage of Xinjiang outside City Square and shows kindergartens. Had to edit the vid title. Uh, yeah. Vice is a weird mixed bag. Some of their stuff is great. Some of their stuff is garbage. Hmm. Uh, HK, crap. There it is. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hong Kong, Kowloon Tong says in German, wumao.news, CCP failed with poverty. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Uh, Black Halo 6, I do hope it is not crashed by crazies. Uh, you mean the event? Don't worry. There'll be plenty of dissidents there and people that support democracy. You, you have to understand this is America, right? Yeah. You can't, and I was, we were having a conversation about this. Why haven't, yeah. hasn't that place been vandalized? Right. Because but we're you, talking about the desert. Yeah, the, the desert monument. Um, monument Liberty Sculpture Park thing. And if you think about it, you do see um, the Wumals and like nationalists, they will on, on American soil and in Canada or whatever, they will mm-hmm. go and tear down Lenin walls. They will deface uh, Hong Kong uh, democracy protests or people. Just blew smoke in my face, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, they'll do that kind of thing, but why haven't they gone out to like destroy the sculptures and spray paint them and stuff? And mm. I think, first of all, it's too much effort because sure. you have to actually go all the way to the middle of the desert to do it. It's yeah. probably why they did that. Yeah, for sure. Second of all, this is America, okay? The dissidents there, who knows what they are into? Who knows if they're armed or not? You know, you don't know what's going on. You can't just walk into someone's property, which, by the way, on the entrance to the property, it says, no communists allowed. It's actually in Chinese and English. No communists allowed. So you can't go into someone's private property and start damaging things because you'll actually face repercussions. Right. So whether it's like violence or being arrested or whatever, you can't just go and do it. So I think it's safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to answer that. Yeah. And again, I think literally if you can find it in in your heart to go support it, this is not a monetary thing. No. Just go there. Show up. Take some photos. Yeah. Spread the word, right? Yeah. The more the better, because then you think about it, that we can expand this. This place is huge. Yeah. There's a lot of room for extra stuff, and I'm sure they're all, all ears about stuff, ideas that you have about putting down yeah. there too. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, we'll go back, which you, don't, you won't know when. Yeah, we'll go back in our own time. Yes. Mm. Uh, Sheldon Cox says, when I lived in China, old dudes on a motorcycle came right next to me and asked me to get on. Where would they have taken me? <laughs> those, those are just motorcycle taxis. Yes. However, mm. sometimes, sometimes mm. you will get let out into the middle of nowhere and then, and then they'll hose you down like, for money. Yeah, they will. Uh, baby Vasa, that happens in Beijing quite a bit. Mm. Oh, and in Gansu, I, my friend got uh, held at knife point on at one of those things and then robbed. Right. right. Uh, baby Vasa, lie and deny long enough until the truth is no longer relevant, then tell the truth. Yep, that is mm-hmm. the CCP way. Yeah. Most will never notice the correction, but will remember the lie. That does happen a lot. It yeah. does. DeLeo says, Winston, besides Geography Now, uh, South Africa and Fla- Flag Friday South Africa, there's also Filmography Now South Africa. Uh, that's their new channel, yeah. Okay. A YouTube spinoff channel uh, of Geography Now run by Barb's staff, Random Hannah. I know her. She's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, from the show. Uh, what do you think of all three shows? I, I follow all those things. Winston, I, I don't Winston's know anything alone. about them. I love I, all I watched stuff. the Geography Now thing with Seamilk. We had it on here. Yeah. And I just commenting on how accurate it was yeah and stuff. yeah it's good good so, stuff yeah i mean i don't know anything about it from what i saw it looks good yeah it's great 
I watch it all the time. David Nasa. Uh, so there's now evidence of Wuhan lab leak coming out. What do you guys think about it? We've already talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Yves Gabriel. Thank you. Mr. Keys. I think I'm being honey potted. The sex is great, but I wish I could send somebody more fun because this guy is lame. <laughs> What's going on? What? what did I just read? <laughs> no idea. No I, idea. You know what I, my brain just did? It reminded me of that guy sleeping in a in a lake on his bed and a watermelon falls out. <laughs> That's, That's right, what my then. brain just did. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Craig Prescott, my late grandmother, is very angry with Winston. What? Yeah. Uh, Teabag first, then hot water. Mm. Mash for a minute. And I heard you're not supposed to mash it because it makes it all acidic. Pretty sure. Depends. Oh, it's okay. all about preference. That's what I love about tea is there's infinite combinations. You don't even love tea. You're <laughs> you, full of no, shit. No, you don't understand. You could put like one teaspoon of sugar, half a teaspoon of sugar. You could put no sugar. You can put this much milk. You could put a splash. You could put half a cup of milk. <laughs> one by you could do that with coffee. And you've got different... Well... But you don't have different tea bags with coffee. And guess True. what? You can actually mix them together if you want. How about a little bit of Earl Grey with some English breakfast? Now we're living on the edge. Okay? You never know. And depends on how much. You might just dip that tea bag for like a second. That's my special blend. No one else knows. They'll, they'll have that little hint. Is this Earl Grey? Is this English breakfast? I don't Keep know. Keep them guessing. Yeah, exactly. I have. To I literally be only know those two kinds of tea. No, I'm just kidding. I have yeah. to be honest with you guys. I've today is the second time in my entire life that I've seen Winston drink tea. Yeah. Um, so don't don't be fooled. This is not even tea. Like, well, like it said, is. It's just, yeah, pure leaf, real brewed tea, never from powder, no sugar, unsweetened. Black the fact tea. that they have to say it's never from powder is a little worrying. Well, I mean, you know, like. The, the Taiwan milk tea stuff, it contains neither milk nor tea. That's the shit kind. The yeah. real brands have both. Hmm. You know. Anyway, uh, she said, uh, the, we didn't finish the late grandma's recipe. Oh, sorry. Yes. Add a dash of milk, not sea milk. Yeah. Uh, well, you can put condensed milk in there. Who's, say, who's to say you can't? Hong Kong people do. That's they do. the whole tea. It's all That's about milk condensed tea. milk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, keep up the great work, good work, lads. And shout Thank out you. to the Milk Tea uh, Alliance. Absolutely, way. Milk Tea Alliance. Cool. That's one. it, guys. Yeah, uh, once again, thank you to everyone who's joined us here. Um, and thank you for being a part of such an important conversation. We really are um, dealing with a big thing over here. We've yeah. got a lot of forces against us trying to shut us down and trying to silence us, like those petty people that go out and try to slander us and attack our character. And remember, this is a good sign. When somebody is going out and attacking your character and not your argument, that mm. means that you're on the money. That means that what you're saying is true. And they are afraid of us. They're incredibly afraid of our opinions and our experiences because we are a threat to them. It's just one of those things, guys. Yeah. So when you see more and more... Um, look, I've been dealing with this personally for years. Hate websites against me. Uh, Serpents today exposed videos and people trying to go after my character Same all the here. time. Yeah, and you as well. We experience this a lot. You know that you're on the money because this stuff comes and goes in waves, right? You see it a lot. And right now, we are doing a lot of damage to the Chinese propaganda machine and they want to shut us down. So stick with us. You'll see. You'll be able to judge with your own eyes and your own ears and your own minds as to what we're saying is true or not. That's entirely up to you. But we're so happy to have you here. Yeah, I want to leave you guys right before we go with one last question um, sure. to you that I want to post to you, the audience. Mm -hmm. Very important. I want you guys to think about this before the next episode. Mm. And you maybe you'll have an answer for me. How about my ponytail? <laughs> Catch you later. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm sorry. We got two uh, more David questions. David Payne says, no milk and tea. And then Lexi Red says, have you guys heard of Rule of Law Foundation who helped the Chinese girl escape? We have not. And we'll see you we'll next look. week. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to try not to cut myself 